Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Detroit Sound Studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, and Matt. We are live, episode 92 of the Better on Draft podcast. And that is the James Harrison episode. The James Harrison episode. Because Debo is real. Debo is real. Who's James Harrison? Is it... Go. Just, just, just start. <laughs> is it, does he play professional football? Yes, he does play professional football. Are you sure? Is there professional football in the he, state of Pennsylvania? He, I think he's an eagle. He's an eagle? <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense as to why I thought it might not be professional. Uh. Yeah, there was what, what was I, I, I? Oh, that's right. I, I was trying to think of the name and I thought it was James Harrison, but it was a uh, big baby. That was Sean Rogers. I thought, I thought it was Glenn Davis. Yeah. Well, no. that's, Big Daddy was Dan Wilkerson and, and Big Baby was Sean Rogers. Because there's a there's a video. One of my favorite videos on YouTube ever is if you search Sean Rogers chariots of fire. You see a interception by this guy. This guy's like three fifty, easy. Pretty big, yeah. Big guy gets an interception, We're runs James it. Harrison, are we talking? We're talking big baby. Okay. Sean Rogers runs it seventy five yards for a touchdown to the the tune of chariots of fire, <laughs> and then at the end you see him on the sideline with the oxygen mask over his face, like <laughs> like he he wasn't in for the next series of plays for sure. Yeah, as much oxygen as you want. That's six points, baby. It, it, that, it, is. that is. That is like a. Do, do you know what game that was, by the way? Because this is a great one. This was when the Lions blew out the Denver Broncos like 50-something to 7. Is that the Tim Tebow game, wasn't it? No, that was not a Tim Tebow game. This was pre-Tebow. Uh, Prebo? Prebo. Hey, I like that. I like okay. that. What's that. going on, Matt Bush? Hey, Ken. How was your week? Uh, it was all right. It was all right. I had a great birthday. Drove down to Cincinnati. Customer canceled on me. Drove back home. Ooh. And all the craft beer was closed when you did that. So there was yeah, well, I was I was in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, so I was at the casino. So I was uh, I, I that that cancellation cost me technically two hundred dollars, um, and I decided instead of staying at the hotel and trying to win it back, I'm just going to cut my losses and go back home. Good for you. Oh, well, it looks like you have a nice stack of beer right there. Too, I, I do. Sorrows. I do. I have uh, a bunch of things that I'm just trying to like get rid of that have been in my fridge for a while. Uh, I'm I'm drinking uh, a Ainger. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I love that brewery. It's a uh, uh, Alt Dunkel. Sure. Delicious. Amazing. <laughs> I also got a uh, I believe your mom on French toast, Maduro, and uh, Schlaffy Schlaffly Schlaffly from St. Louis. Schlaffly don't bother yeah. me, right? <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be uh, having some fun today. We do have some guests who uh, I assume just brought a bunch of beer I don't like. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> Con- confirmation that, bias right there. I see quite a bit that you don't like. Oh, you, and you have the double I don't, that he doesn't like. Yes. Oh. Like the, M- the, the M43 I can handle. Obviously, if you haven't figured it out by me saying M43, we do have Travis in from Old Nation as well as Mark. Hey, guys. 
Travis, uh, what's going on? That much, Ken? How are you doing? It's been, uh, it's been a while. It's, been, it's only been like 30 episodes, but damn, have a lot changed for you in 30 episodes. <laughs> it really has changed yes. a significant amount. Because when you came, you brought us glass bottles. I did. And, and I mean, that's, yes, that and, you know, a lot of other stuff has changed, <laughs> I think. But yes, we're in cans now. Yeah, you're, well, no, you weren't, you weren't distro at that time. You were just promoting it to bars to sell kegs and stuff, I think, at that time. I was distributing to very little effect. Effect. Very little. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> it was the situation. Uh, and we were doing better on draft, but we just weren't doing all that much because we were making. Uh, I see what you did there, by the way. Largely. I, caught it too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, maybe I didn't catch it. <laughs> you, you said you were doing better on draft. Oh, oh. you're right. Yeah, I totally did that on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, we were making, uh, you know, really traditional beers. It was the kind of stuff that we um, set out to make. And, uh, you know, there wasn't enough jazz in it, man. People just weren't digging on it. So in regards to Old Nation, um, I mean, you have a lot of experience yourself. You've been do. doing this for 15 years, I believe. Like 15 years, yeah, more or less. So it, Old Nation pre-M43 is like an entire different organization totally. Yeah, totally. Uh, in regards to now. So explain to us what's happened. Like, what is M43? How has it exploded? Where have you gone since these last – because there's a lot that you've – done in these last 30 weeks it's been a lot yeah um so m43 M is an is an ipa right it's a it's a particular kind of ipa that is now a, a, its own style um i guess which is the i think it, was, it just got bjcp like it its own little category its own little letter right and so and i guess that's kind of the 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 marker whenever you say okay well now it's a like it's its own thing um I, I still, you know, hesitate to say whether it is or not, but if the BJCP says it is, I guess it is. It's a New England style IPA. Uh, the main difference in these IPAs is that they're not – they're favoring hop aroma and flavor as opposed to hop bitterness. Um, that's not to say that West Coast IPAs weren't also uh, full of hop aroma and flavor, uh, but they tended to go in a, um, in a, in a maybe a less accessible um, uh, sort of direction than these do. These really – the way we think about these beers is uh, – Almost like a pilsner in terms of the way that they should be drinkable and balanced. So in regards to w what is like a major West Coast IPA, something you could pick up at your local store like Zatuna Liquor? Right. Um, I mean I think that West Coast IPAs uh, started out as these really um, sort of dry, not malt focused really at all, just kind of bitter, uh, piney sort of beers. And I, I don't know that there's anything exactly that you can find in Michigan that really cleaves to that. Mark might be able to help. The only one that comes to mind for me is uh, Dankarino. Dankarino, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Green, Green Flash. Yeah. Green yeah, Flash, I suppose, sure. counts. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, I mean, it's not – all this is semantics, right? So that this is a New England IPA and another IPA is not or is a West Coast IPA. And Two-Hearted, for example, is not a West Coast IPA. Is kind of semantic. Right. Um, I think Two Hearted kind of is a West Coast IPA. Is this kind of the not all whiskey or not all whiskey is Scotch, but all Scotch is whiskey? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, and I and I, I, anyway, so that 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 was sort of the way that uh, IPAs went uh, for a long time. Now we're into this uh, this 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 New England style at uh, at Old Nation, which has been a ton of fun, but it's still new. So as as I'm kind of learning in regards to the the system, because I, I I love talking to brewers, I love learning a little bit more sure. without completely overloading. So <laughs> okay. Centennial morning, Hops morning is definitely something big in this area. Is that yes. what West Coast IPAs use? Right. So there was a suite of hops. In 
in sort of the late 90s and early 2000s with the rise of these West Coast uh, IPAs, so-called. Um, and those were among brewers called C-Hops. It was Cascade, Centennial, uh, Chinook, and there were a couple other ones. Um, those tended toward, again, that flavor of, of spruce or pine. Cascade would tend to get a little grapefruity, but not like the hops that we're using now. Um, and, and again, abrasive is the wrong word. They're not abrasive. They're generally, in their best cases, they're really well balanced and they're, they're drinkable beers that are fantastic. But they're, I don't know, they're maybe not quite as strong. Again, they're strong. strong. They're strong. Yeah. All around, right? Everything about them. And if you have something like Two Hearted, which is it's still to me kind of the gold standard of, uh, of American IPAs, and I know a lot of people argue that, but I think it's just fantastic. Um, that, that is a drinkable beer, yeah. but without question more assertive than, for example, the M43 in a lot of different ways. Yeah, for me, in regards to IPAs, obviously I have my own opinion on IPAs. <laughs> yeah, I, that... I, shared, I shared it until a couple months ago. Really? Because, <laughs> yeah. what, 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 again, I don't like Too Hardin, yeah. but I like Centennial from Founders. Sure, right. Which is literally Centennial hops. It's a single hop beer. Yep. It's it's the exact same as Too Hardin, obviously different because it's right. different beers, but it's a Centennial hop. So the flavor profile I should like, but I just don't. Right, like, right. Too hearted. I could after after a few beers, I can drink too hearted without any issues. Right. <laughs> but right. in regards to like when I'm drinking beer, like if I'm going for an IPA, or you know, say I'm going to a bar and most of it's IPA and the rest is you know stuff that I might not be interested in. Sure. You know, I'll reach towards the Founder Centennial over any other of the IPAs. Right. I, I think that's a lot more easier drinking than um, even their All Day. Like I, yeah. I love Centennial over their All Day. I think their All Day still has that acquired taste of an IPA for someone to. Like all day. I mean, you can I'd agree. agree or disagree. Yeah, it's, no, I, w- I would agree. I mean, I, I, I agree. I think that it's, um, you know, it's different just because of its its body, essentially, and the, and the amount of residual sugar it has in it and all that kind of stuff. It's still very bitter, like an IPA is, and it uses a lot of those same flavors. I think you need to crack open an M43 before Rob goes crazy, because I think he's been eyeing no, it I think the it's entire the time. Dude, the, I'm, the tweed? I'm fine. You've had I'm, M43. I'm, yeah. I'm fine. You want one? Of course I do. You want to, <laughs> you want to step into it? You want to start off with it? Hey, look, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you, you make want, the Do you want to cut it with some orange juice to kind of, you know, <laughs> Just fuck off. a beer mosa? Yes. Not, not a big fan of beer mosas there? I am not a, uh, I'm not for or against beer mosas as long as somebody paid for the beer that they poured into the orange juice. Would you put an orange slice on the top of the rim of the glass? I don't see why that would be necessary, really, with this beer. And nice. I, I feel kind of the same way with the orange juice juice too but you know hey man whatever so, so when, when you guys made m43 did you i guess for lack of a better phrase know what you were doing or getting into or is this one of those happy accidents where you you made a beer someone liked it they told their friends yeah. and then everyone liked it the latter for sure it was a happy accident well i don't think it was an accident like your goal was to make that style of beer your goal wasn't yeah, to see that's what true. you're doing right now i guess no, right. Like, that's, that's not at all no, i don't think I, you saw that hell and, no. No, fuck no. Uh, but uh, I, I, and that's kind of how I took your point. Did I, did we sort of shoot for what's happening now? Uh, and the answer to that is no. But the answer to were we going for this particular style when we when we first made the M forty three? Then yes, we were. Now, do you? We talked about this when kind of. I think when <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told you to go to the boss. Um, uh, I'm cracking open the uh, your mom on French toast. If anybody wants to, I do. Now, Please. there's been talks of the Vermont-style IPA. Yeah. Do you have a, a preference or a oh, Lord. thought on whether it's Vermont-style or um, New England-style? Here, I'll just pass these down. I hesitate to get caught up into – I mean, that's an even finer slice than New England IPA, West Coast IPA, and all that kind of stuff. So the difference between – now people are saying there's Northeast IPA, right? 
There's Vermont IPA and there's New England IPA. Maine. V- Maine. Maine as well. For me, those are uh, completely interchangeable. I mean, I think that there are differences that people are saying, well, you know, Hetty Topper is a Vermont IPA. Right? Right. So it's not quite as hazy and it tends to be a little less uh, sort of that thick mouthfeel. Obviously, it's, it's a great beer. Um, That's your opinion. But again, well, sure. I mean, I think it's and made well. Uh, right. I mean, I, I would say whether you or not were there you on that show. We we had Hetty Topper here, mm-hmm. yeah. and we did not like it at all. Now, mind did you, nobody like no, 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 like nobody like. We <laughs> really? we had we we did have Rokon, um, and I think they were just coming off of like they they pretty much they mastered sh- Livewire, and they just came out came with up, Blow Your Face Out, out. Yeah. which so, is great. like they were like they just got into their IPA like they honed in that <laughs> right there. Really Livewire, perfect to the taste in regards to style. Yep. Blow your face out, blew everyone away because everyone yeah. had this like this idea of Roke and what they were and what kind of brewery they were, and then Blow Your Face Out came out and they're like, "Holy shit, they can make beer!" I love it when that happens. And I'm like, they, "They've made beer before. You just are too snobbish to try all their other likings because just because you like one beer or you know they might be good at one style and not another or like have a like look at Half Acre, yes." Half Acres Pale Style, so IPA, regular pale ale, anything like that, that style is Half Acres Wheelhouse. The second you get outside of it, and I've tried their entire brew list that weren't pale ales, didn't like one single beer. Sure, sure. And, and it wasn't against, like, uh, uh, again, um, Angela loves Half Acres. So okay. <laughs> when, when she heard that, she was, like, crying inside uh, as much as I brought her Half Acre home. Right, right, right. I, I just I couldn't get into any of these other styles. But, again, sure. knowing that everybody else likes the pale ale from right. Half Acre, and that's what they're known for, their IPA, because all, all their canned beers are IPAs or a form of a pale ale. Right. And it's kind of the same way with Three Floyds. As much as if you go to Three Floyds and you look at their draft list, half or more is some type of IPA, double IPA, IIPA. Right. And, and when, when I go there and I'm looking for something that isn't bottled, so not your gumball head, your Arctic Panzer, sure. anything like that, uh, Alpha King, and I, I go there and I'm like, there's, there's nothing for me to drink right. here. And you guys just got a beer? Right. right. Yeah, that's that's that, that at that point right. I'm almost more akin to be like, can I just have a Bud Light? Right. Right. I, I understand what you mean. Uh, I have had the Robert the Scottish Ale, yes. Yes, I, I do I do like that beer. Uh go on. I, I think a good brewer is a good brewer, right? If somebody nails one style, chances are the rest of the beers they make are gonna be at least competently made, right? Um but I think that uh and I'm kind of bouncing around on the first question that you asked, you know. Uh, in terms of our development at Old That's Nation. Fine. One of the things that we've realized um, recently, I think, is that um, the way people view uh, the beers that they're drinking at your brewery or from your brewery are dependent on taste, obviously. Um, but they're also dependent to a large extent on whatever hype is going on around the, brewery, around the brewery and the expectations that that individual has of what they're going to get when they end up at the brewery, right? Right. So if what you expect to have when you come to Old Nation is New England IPA, then chances are you're going to like the New England IPA that we have on tap, right? Um, but if you don't know that Nate, my brewing partner, and I have been making super traditional Central European beers for 15 years, then probably when you drink one of those beers that we have, you're going to go, man, I don't really like it, right? It's kind of sad I didn't see a specific bottle in your hand when I walked in. <laughs> I, know, I, I actually thought about you, and I was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> 
was, was this because of what I said about the the double dwarf? Maybe, was was this? Let's was say this? it was, Ken. Let's say it probably. wasn't because I just got buried in work and then I left and I could hold and grab these before yeah. I left. <laughs> now, now you mentioned, you know, about that expectation and. You know, with Boss Tweed going through now, now its second release. Now its second release. It's, there's been you know, that real expectation from all of these people, Crazy and, and you know. The, the haters have come out. Oh, yeah, I saw they, they a Basically, it was yeah. like, why is it not distributed yet? Yeah. Why are they so slow? Why sure. is it not coming out? Right. Just... I, I have great answers for all those questions. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, you're very polite when it comes to the internet. Yeah. Well, I, I, I have a feeling see. your backspace button gets used a lot. Yeah. It does. No, there's, um, it does. I, I've seen a, a couple of those you know, posts that you put out there where you're just like, all right, you know, especially with M43. Right. When the distribution hit, you started going from this store to that store started right. getting bigger right and still it wasn't enough it's never it, enough. it, was, it doesn't it seem was, like it was enough. enough and then you you basically you went out to kind of just put that mess out like hey calm calm Everybody down calm down i'm trying we're, you're we're doing, doing it. what you can right and, and now here comes boss tweets second second release you've got the people who are here you've got especially the the you've got the people uh, who for some reason live in Ohio Why that are, are talking live in Ohio. <laughs> right. right right but you know they're 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 hankering for it and you know they're getting mad it's like oh it's it's only in Michigan yeah. it's like well yeah too bad yeah it's so so hard in Ohio oh, they're, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. yeah right yeah like i can't get so Rheingeist up here exactly right and it would be cool if we could that's great beer yeah um but i um i i, I would say that uh I, I get it, you know, and it's. I, I think we're all at Old Nation really flattered uh, that people want the beer that much. The practical answer to that question, uh, you know, why aren't you in more places? Why can't I get it? All that kind. Of, why aren't you distributing Boss Tweed? Is that um, uh, conversely to what I'm about to say? We set out building a pretty big brewery right from the get. Right, um, that brewery is a 40 barrel system. It has 80 and 120 barrel tanks primarily. Which is why it was so difficult to launch a brand initially. It's hard to make 120 barrels of beer nobody knows about and try and sell it off. <laughs> right. Right? So well, that, well, that forget, was something that expires. Right, no less. Right, right, for, right, for, right. for interrupting, <laughs> is, is that how you were able to like bring – because you, you brought brands that people knew. You had the Sanders brand. You had the Detroit yeah. Dwarf. Yeah, Detroit Dwarf. And yeah. that, that came from your time at DBC, at right? DBC, yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, you had – brands that people knew of they weren't for lack of better words they weren't hype brands they no, weren't no. they weren't as big as oberon or too hardy no. but they were still well-known brands especially in the metro detroit area right. especially so, in the metro detroit area so it's not like you you walked out walked in with absolutely nothing like no a, a lot of these new brewers who come in and they have you know they start on a small barrel system because yeah. they're like we don't know what we're gonna sell I think, um, you know, between, again, my, my brewing partner, Nate, and myself, I think between the two of us, we had kind of, we felt like we'd kind of earned our stripes, you know? That's and fair. We, we'd made, a, you know, we both won a bunch of medals and sold a bunch of beer and all that. Um, so, uh, I, with what I think probably looks in retrospect like, a, like hubris, we opened this, this big brewery and spent a bunch of money on all these big tanks. And um, when the, you know, the first beers that we were making weren't selling enough to fill those tanks, it was, it was relatively rough. Um, conversely, now that we have a brand that people want a lot of, it's not anywhere near enough. Um, so we're putting out, you know, for, I'll just kind of say exactly, we're putting out on average 1,300 cases of M43 a week, um, which for a microbrewery is a lot. Um, to put out uh, 1,800 uh, will take us another couple of weeks, and then we'll get up to 2,200. But if M43 doesn't sell any more than it's selling right now, right? 
We're brewing to be the sixth largest big uh, brewery in Michigan, sixth or seventh, uh, in Michigan, um, which is a lot of beer. That's a lot of beer. Right? Yeah. Um, we're talking about Bell's, Founders, Shorts, I, th- I think Atwater and New Holland mm-hmm. uh, ahead of us. Um, and and oh, Arcadia. That was, that, was, that was really good. Right. <laughs> I've been around. You, 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 got, you got the top five right there. I insult my friends. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and, and, and Arcadia, who we may or may not uh past this year, are who are doing really well and I think also making really good beer. Right. Um, but those guys, one thing that's true about all of those guys is that they've all been around in that brewery under that name for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Um, and Old Nation's been around since 2015. Um, so taking that shot from nothing to that much beer right. is, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if it's impressive, but it's a lot of growth. Um, and so when people say, you know, why can't you get out and distribute Boss Tweed, my answer is, I, I, don't, I mean, I, there's not space. You know, we're making a ton of M43. Mm-hmm. And unlike those other breweries, we're doing this with really just this one brand, um, which we don't like. I mean, we would like to be making beers that are not New England IPAs and putting them out in the market. Right. Do you, I guess my concern, I used to sell beer. I remember when the root beers came out, mm-hmm. where every party store would demand from their sales rep, you know, 10 to 15 cases of root beer. Right. And by the time it was in, it was gone. Yeah. And I see the same kind of thing going on with M43 is you get a party store like Zatuna Liquor in Rochester Hills, just south of 59 on Rochester Road. A fantastic liquor store. Great place. That's great. Right. And (laughs) as soon as he posts on Facebook that he's got M43, he has to just as quickly post, all right, it's gone. It's gone. Right. So – are you guys worried at all that of course. you guys could have that just shift in the marketplace yes. where we we are uh, but I, I would I would uh, I, w- I would suggest a practical difference between those two things and it's not what they are and it's not the level of hype and it's not whether or not that hype will fade to the same extent right the difference is those beers what your know, beers whatever they are were made by um, Companies that were much, much larger. So the same guys that were making Four Loco were making uh, Not Your Father's Root Beer. Um, I think what is it, Coney Island was made by Sam Same Adams. Ones, yeah. Right. Um, Good people. <laughs> and, um, and I don't know. I, I was going to say, like, in regards to, like, the whole root beer thing, yeah. I, I liked one that nobody really picked up on, and that was Sprecker's. Uh, yeah, Sprecher's been making great root beer for like 50 so the, years. The, 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 hard, <laughs> the, the hard root beer that Sprecher's made was amazing. Yeah. Did, yeah. Have, did you try Rowdy by chance? Oh. I, I, did, I did not sample through the root beers, frankly. I, I did. Did you? <laughs> oh, my. That's I'm, my job. You're strong to, to admit things. it. Yeah. So, so <laughs> did you catch diabetes or not? Honest, oh. honest yeah, to yeah. God. So right on, honest to God. Unless necessary, like I was too drunk, I've never poured out a beer. I finished be- like here, like God I, I, I drink all the beer that's left over <laughs> while I'm doing the audio editing. Rowdy is the first time I ever took a sip of beer and then poured out the other five cans. Really, as oh, well as that one. You that's were being symbolic. sarcastic yeah. when you said you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, very. No, Sprecker's I liked. Sprecker's you like. Rowdy, that on the other terrible. hand, mind you, I got I got a six pack of Rowdy for I think two dollars. Can you describe? Yeah. I'm always interested to hear this. Can you describe why it was so? I mean, it sounds revolting. Why it was so revolting to you? So, have you ever drank root beer and you reach that point of drinking root beer where you can't drink anymore because it's got that like hard, harsh taste? Yeah, my yes. first sip of root beer because I hate root beer. So, <laughs> like, like, like you you have you can have a glass of root beer, but that second glass of root yeah. beer is yeah. not as good as the first yes I, I know exactly what you mean explode that by like 
a hundred, and that's your first sip <laughs> of rowdy. Sip. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's got a harsh alcohol taste, like oh. a, a um like, like a, a rubbing alcohol smell taste. It, it basically, it was it was Jägermeister extra. Oh, mm. now, now no, I, I like Jägermeister. Car- carbonated. <laughs> now you're talking my language. Yeah, so what I want is a carbonated thin Jägermeister. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically what it was. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, next so up right. on Old Nation is at, at least you dumped the worst Jägermeister ale. At least you dumped the cans out. They're just, just going to go out to the woods somebody. and get I was going to say, then you'd actually the get a worthy cease and desist. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God, right. Yeah, we've gotten several of those. Have you really? Uh, yeah, we have. Um, we. I, I guess I can't talk about any of them still. Uh, but we have a we had a large um, liquor producer give us a cease and desist on a brand that we're no longer making, so that was a relatively easy one yeah. to get across. Um, yeah, I mean it's probably not interesting to go into veiled language about it, but yeah, we've had a couple. Was it called Bacardi Ale? <laughs> Wasn't. <laughs> no, the beer was. I can actually say what the beer was. The beer was Two Crow. Two Crow. Yeah. Two Crow. Yeah. Two Crow. That's it's going to be a long long. Uh, Theory of uh, working into what is going on. Uh, if anybody uh, cares that much, they are welcome to guess. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing, though, is, is that we've had you know one of the big things, especially for for me and and for you, and we can kind of dive into it with the mm-hmm. whole M forty three boss tweet. Is, is that we're we're a business a pro business podcast in yes. regards to the fact that we promote the business of beer, sure. not just craft beer, sure. not just Michigan craft. Like so, we got the beast over there. Oh yeah! Well, when, when you <laughs> were here, Dan was probably here, and he was drinking uh, King Cobra, Cobra when he was yeah, here. Yeah, that's right, he was. <laughs> so, in in regards to that, you know, we see these C and Ds, and yeah. some of them are just like like to me. I can understand fighting for your trademark again. Being pro business, you have to fight for your trademark. Absolutely. And I mean, we were joking about it earlier today because I was saying I was going to start a new brewery called New Nation right. on Van Dyke and make a beer called M fifty three. That's right. That's right. It sounds like stiff competition already. So. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a New England stout, though. No, yeah. it's a New England brown ale. I think that's ah, right. There we go. Right. New, let's ale. make it. Let's hazy make it brown. look as bad as it can in the glass. Right. Is the point there. <laughs> Just a hazy brown ale. Just a real sort of a loose stool looking beer. <laughs> And, and so, right next door to a Taco Bell. It's only sold to party stores within 50 feet of a Taco Bell. Hot dog water ale. Yeah. Hot oh, dog. That, that is a three thing, isn't it? Is it a thing? Yeah, that's. Um, oh, it's didn't Shock Top? That oh, no, that's the. No, 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 it, I think somebody it's, uh, made a hot dog. It's, it's, it. it's like some sort of margarita. It's a limp biscuit ale. Dave, uh, wait, oh. I'm, I, I think I lost the thread here. Did you just say there's a hot dog margarita? There's like a hot dog water margarita or something like that. There, there is Why a, would someone do that to them? I think hot dog water is a veiled term for sex, though. <laughs> oh, that makes no. a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Looking back on times I've heard hot dog water. Yeah. Remember uh, chocolate <laughs> starfish? Yeah. yeah. Starfish. Yeah. Starfish and, yeah. cho- and hot dog flavored water. Yeah. yeah. The Limp yeah. Biscuit album. Oh, I know. Uh, it's I their remember. it's their three their third album after Three Dollar Bill, y'all, and Significant Other. I know my I know wow. my Limp Biscuit you know, trivia. You can, you the can, discography down. You just admitted yeah. there's the door. I can work the floor. Oh, uh, so not throw stuff. But, but but that's the thing though. So try, trying to get back into <laughs> as we really went off the rails sure. here. Sure. Um. So in regards to like cease and desist, I understand protecting your trademark. But there are yes. times where you're protecting your trademark, and there are times where really you're acting like a dick. Yes. And and I've called out many breweries on here. I've called out and, and to people that like. I, I would have no issue bringing it to their face. Um, Larry Bell, one of them. Mm-hmm. Sam Calagione. I don't know how you pronounce Calagione, his name. Calagione. Calagione. Calagione, whatever. Sure. I think um, they get it either way. 
Yep. <laughs> but but again, like we we had one um, witch's hat. Great brewery. Absolutely. Love them over in South Lyon. I actually, I, I've rarely had a beer that I did not like of theirs. I always say that about Except for their IPAs. Too. Oh, fuck. So, <laughs> so, but that's the thing, though, is that they sent a and d to Baffin. Yeah, yeah. Because they have a beer called Train Hopper, and Baffin did a collaboration with Moose Jaw called Trail Hopper. Because Moose Jaw. Come on. And and what was funny is, and this, this is a great story, and I love telling it because when we heard it, it was the most hysterical thing. So one of the owners answered the phone, and he goes, Witch's Hat, oh, are you guys affiliated with Magic Hat? And he just and and you're and, and at that point, like for me, I would be like, oh, I shouldn't be sending this CNN. <laughs> I, mean, I think you just made me feel too embarrassed to send this. So what's interesting about that and Witch's Hat is the um, some information was just going around the internet machine today about Dragon Tracks and the renaming of Dragon Tracks. Did you see that? I did. Took, I, I, I did I, not. I did, but I go kinda, on, inform us. They took the word this dragon. Is the, out of why don't you track. introduce yourself? Because you kind of just oh, been yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. yeah. I'm sorry. I thought we all introduced ourselves. No, it's earlier. cool. I lost the track. I'm I'm Mark. I'm the you're, marketing you're, guy that sits in the back and you're, yeah, uh, you're, and quiet doesn't things. talk. Yeah. yeah, he knows things uh, that other people don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but but talk to him about, talk very to about dragon tracks. Um, yeah. Dragon so, tracks. Uh, it's my job to know things like this. So, right. um, Witch's Hat renamed Dragon Tracks to Tracks XXX. Oh. I believe. Wow. Um, they oh. kept the X's. How erotic. Um, and uh, you know, uh, scuttlebutt is that uh, this was over a friendly conversation with the New Holland folks. Oh, not Dragon's even the uh, yeah, dragon yeah. meat people? See, well, that's how it should be solved. I agree. Over a friendly conversation. Just like right? the Three Floyds, White Flame stuff. Uh, they should call it Rage that. on Tracks. Instead of I'm Dragon not, Tracks? I'm missing it. But just take off the D, Rage oh, on Tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. You oh. should go into marketing for Maybe, uh, yeah. Witch's Hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't make the connection at first. Yeah. See, yeah, but maybe, just, <laughs> maybe cross out the D like graffiti <laughs> style. Graffiti, the right, Ghostbusters uh, circle around. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, see, not now. Yeah, but I do really want this. Here, here's your ideas now. Make sure you, <laughs> yeah. you take them back. That's the way you brainstorm. I mean, isn't that the. the Feel free to call me anytime. I'm here every Friday, 7 9. The best marketing guy is swipe and deploy. That's what it is, right? Yeah, I guess so. Kind of like. A marketing we'll assassin. The, the, the title of you know beer christener. Like that sounds rapey and Cosby-ish. <laughs> yeah, really I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pass on that one. <laughs> you cast like, like, the dark lights so, so, <laughs> so New Holland reaches out to because Dragon Tracks doesn't get distroed. Yeah, I do not know the details behind it other than what I read yeah. fourth hand on the internet. So. Um, it so is. all that to say, but, I don't know what the deal But if the point is that these guys didn't go into a lawsuit and just talk to each other and said, hey, this is how we can do this. And, and, and that has happened, like, in regards to Bell versus, and I always get, I think it's inspiration brewing innovation. or innovation. I, I yeah. get those two words mixed up. Um, so they go up against innovation brewing, and they're like, hey, you know, you shouldn't name your brewery innovation because we have a trade or a not a trademark, but just a slogan from 1980s saying we made a bumper sticker. Yeah, we made a bumper sticker. That, that's literally their. I have the bumper sticker. I love it. It's a great sticker. It's a great sticker. And, and that's the thing, though, is, is that you go from that to a North Carolina brewer and you're like, why? Right. Well, and I think there's just a kind of a common sense perspective about, uh, I think, when you know craft beer even a little. There are so many craft breweries out there, and they're all making a dozen, two dozen beers apiece, right? So there's going to be overlap. Yep. And saying you use something that sounds similar or has one of five words that are the same, it, I think it feels to most people like it's a little too particular and probably unfair. I, I think, like, I, I feel like as a person, you have to prove um, uh, 
Oh gosh, I'm I'm missing it. It's in the marketplace. Um, confusion in the marketplace. Confusion you have to prove that. Yeah. yeah, like the, in my eyes, you have to prove confusion in the marketplace for right. me to believe a, of a C and D. And what ultimately does that mean? Right, confusion in the marketplace. Does that mean that uh, in Ascoda they don't know the difference, or does that mean that all around the United States they don't know the difference? You know, that that that's a fair question that I've right. never been asked, and I think I'm going to have to come back to you on, on, on a, a Facebook chat later. Um, but but again, like we we had the big one and the big one that we. We've talked about. And we'll, we'll we'll move away from this because we've talked about this at sure, nauseum on sure. the show. Okay. Um, the hogfish, dogfish, in regards to Fort Lauderdale uh, Brewing, okay. where you know, do you own every single name of a fish that can sound like hog or you know right. dogfish? Do you, can you own rhymes? I don't. Well, rhyme. it's right. it's not necessarily rhymes because <laughs> right. if they did a rhyme, that would intentionally cause confusion in the marketplace. But a hogfish oh, is a point. real fish yep. in the keys where they are. And like, like that's 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 the thing is that would be like, you know, like the 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 fish up there is like if you went to Traverse City and everything's whitefish, right? You know that right. that's what a hogfish is in the Keys. Okay. is whitefish in Michigan and okay. Traverse City, uh, Mackinac that area. Like that's what you're going to eat when you're going to eat fish. So there's this almost emotional sense that they deserve to use that name because oh, that's what they are, and it's such a. And that's the thing though is, is that they thing. used it for two years, and then when they went to trademark everything because they were going to start distroing. That's when Dogfish Head came in, and they're like, we could fight it, but we don't have the money to fight it. Right, right. You know, and, and that's that's one of the things to where, like, when, when everybody gets in the whole craft beer and the craft beer theory of what is craft beer, and I say there is no difference between an alcohol company purchasing or investing into a brewery, Constellation Ballast Point, sure. um, uh, San Miguel Founders, yep. or a hedge fund buying into a brewery. Ooh. Because when you have that, it's, it's all about that money backing. That, the, okay, it's it's not like a collaboration like Oscar Blues Parent Cigar City, where right. it's kind of as much as they have a hedge fund behind them, <laughs> like literally. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, what might be better is uh, um, not Nub. Um, it is Nub, but North Peak Jolly Pumpkin. HUD. Sure. Uh, oh yeah, Northern United Brewers. Yeah, yeah. it is Nub. Okay, is there Nub. you go. Yeah. Um, so like Nub, Nub would be a good example of a non-hedge fund backed company that owns a bunch of breweries in a different. Marketplaces. Yeah, as far as we know. As far as we know. As far as we right. know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I not mean, publicly right, traded. Right, so, right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to cast disparagement on those guys. I just don't know where they're. <laughs> so, but, but again, that's, that's my opinion is, is that when you have that kind of money backing you, you can push people around. And that becomes and, the fear and why it feels un, unfair, I guess. Yeah, but, but these guys are untouchable because they weren't purchased by Budweiser, Heineken, Labatt, old same companies, Constellation. So, so are you saying that if there's outrage against one, there should be outrage against the other, or why is there outrage against that? Why is there outrage? I, I, I can kind because of agree with that. Everybody needs to be outraged about something. <laughs> that's a solid point. Well, no, I mean, just, I mean, we <laughs> had this serious. big threat on on Dacby this week, and and that we I kind of jumped on it as well because we could, but people are just getting outraged now, so they have something to outrage about. It's like. You know, like seeing M forty three on the shelves yeah, of Meyer. Like, oh my God. like, you know, <laughs> somebody goes and kicks your dog, and you have to like yell at the next person you see, or you have to yell at the the barista at Starbucks because it took two and a half minutes instead of two minutes out of your day. Uh, you know, everyone's got to have that fake outrage that gets them to go viral or to get, you know, 
more than five or six likes on Facebook because they want that validation and they they want that their anger to be what gets them validated so they can feel like king shit for an hour. Are well, they the, even thinking about it that much? I wonder. It, I mean, if they or are, is it, or is so it just the more. lack of filter between brain and fingers? Right. I think. I think it's someone listened to me. I, no, I really think it's a look what I can do. Look how you know how I can get a reaction from people on a craft beer, you know, Facebook page because I. I'm part of this, so let me try to create a ripple. Let me throw a stone and see how many ripples it will create. All he had to do was just highlight over. Oh, Travis Fritz. He just made his comment. Highlight over the name. Oh, he works at Old Nation. I guess I'll just shut the fuck up. I mean, I think people are allowed to have their opinion. True. And I, well, and I mean, when, when the dude just, just, just started, just basically you put that out there and then still... Just would well, that's that's up. that's the thing is I just whenever I see that I just say see Travis Fritz comments see see John Pipe and Brock's comments yeah, well. see Eric Brigham's comments right, see right. see X's comments right. because I, I, well but I think there's a there's there's kind of this and I've only noticed this recently right because I spent so long brewing beer that people didn't like go crazy the styles that people didn't go crazy for right. I, I went crazy. You went well, except for Mr. Ken. Oh, I love. I love. Uh, I love <laughs> are, are you kidding me? I love the Detroit Dwarf. I know you do. I it's it's one of my favorite beers, and I mean even the the Sanders beers. That's that's definitely a solid beer to have in your refrigerator for when someone comes in who wants a beer that doesn't want a beer. Right. I think it's well, and, and again, we're kind of bouncing around, but I, I wonder if that doesn't kind of date your introduction to the craft beer market, and I'm not saying that pejoratively. I, I'm the same way, right? Like, I got into beer drinking Pilsner in yeah. Europe, right? So still, to this day, the thing that I love to drink is a really good Pilsner. That's just it, what I it's like. It's like music. When you get into music, that's right. when you're most formative. Right, 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 right. And you might be, I mean, I don't know if you guys still like Limp Biscuit, but you know all their albums, right? <laughs> <laughs> I still love Hootie. I'm still waiting on a Hootie and the Blowfish reunion well, turn. I think he did. Doesn't that Darius Rucker. Yeah, Blowfish just, is going. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, again, and that, that's that's an interesting <laughs> valid valid point because com- coming to think about like the, the breweries and the beers that I love, like I still have my, my fond for Coonan and Dragon Mead. Of course. And they were there. I, I celebrate Oberon Day every year. Although both of those guys are still making really solid beer. Oh, I You know agree. what I mean? I'm sorry I, to cut you off. Are, are, you, are you saying your beer isn't solid? I'm not saying anything about my beer. What I'm saying is a lot of people, <laughs> I, what I'll see a lot, on, particularly on social media, because that's where I have the majority of the interaction that I have with, with beer drinkers, is I'll see guys say, well, you know, um, you know I used to like Kunk, uh, whatever, uh, this brewery, but now they suck, right? Well, I know those guys, and I've been working around those guys for 15 years. I know for a fact the beer they make is no worse than it used to be. It's generally better as any company that stays in business for a long time, mm-hmm. right? It's just that these guys have a different perspective on beer generally. Well, your, yeah. your, your palate's also changed in the That's past true. 10 years. That's true. You know, for me, like, I still, like, e- even if I, like, I, I always think about, you look at the three major light beers, Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light. Right. And in my lifetime, there is one point where I liked Miller Light and I didn't like the other two. There's one point where I liked Coors Light and I didn't like the other two. Okay. And one where I liked uh, – I went to Budweiser. I didn't really go to Bud Light. I don't know, I don't know what <laughs> I only drank Bud Light when I worked for Powers. But, like, this is too light. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the thing, though, is, is that there, there are points of time – like, there, there are times where, you know, we would get in bowling buckets of Miller High Life and I would hate it. And then somebody got me a Miller High Life not too long ago, and I'm like, I like this beer. Yeah, it's, not, it's not bad. And there's almost this. I mean, I, I don't know that everybody went through the phase where they kind of. Well, had that it's happen, it, but, but 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 I'm more of referencing the fact that my, my tastes have changed. As much as really those three beers are the same, you could tell the difference between the three. And I guess that's what I mean. So now is is your palate more or less sensitive? Because at this point, right? I mean, I get paid to have a good enough palate, right? 
Um, and, I mean, you, you could put all those beers in front of me, and I would be completely lost to tell you which one was which, right? I mean, could tell you that they were different and why, but I couldn't tell you what's Miller Lite See, and what's I had, Bud Light. I had a pro- situation with, like, it was, like, Bush, Natural, and Best. Because I was broke, broker than broken. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to save that $2 yeah. on the 30 pack right. to maybe get a taco from Taco <laughs> After you, you get, get a, new a, a, thir- a 30 rack with a 10 pack of tacos for like $7. Yeah. That's like, how Americans stay healthy. Right. <laughs> so but before we take a break, I kind of want to ask because we're, we're on this topic um, and we'll, we'll kind of go around in the circle real quick and I'll start with uh, Mark. Like, What is that beer that got you into craft beer? Fat tire. Really? Yeah. Uh, like, how um, long ago was this? Because you, you you don't seem like a, a younger fellow. So obviously, Fat Tire fucking right. was not. <laughs> fat Tire was not in the still. Well, mind you, McCain. Wait, wait. It was like five or six years ago when Fat Tire came in. So it wasn't you know a longer than that. I mean, there. So the the abbreviated story is, it, but it's it was, a good story. It wasn't. It wasn't the first beer. Uh, fat Tire wasn't. But I was a blue light. Uh, Molson Canadian only drink beer, Molson. only drink beer, and the Joe kind of kind of guy, right? Um, I met my wife. Our first date was at a brewery. She picked it, and then she she said, looked at me dead in the face, and said, "You're going to school." She laid out a flight and took me from lightest to darkest, and that was my real introduction to craft. Okay. That's how you married her. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Not not long after that, I married her. So um, the uh, but really the the beer that was a, a grab a hold of it and go was Fat Tire. I think that was about ten years ago. Now, now you mentioned you know Czech Pilsners, which right. which again it's it's more import. But in regards to the American style beer, because Americans really have their own style of beer, they're no a question. lot hoppier, they're a lot yeah. uh, bitter, a lot stronger. It, they just seem naturally to be. Even if the brewer is trying to nail a style dead nuts, they just they tend that way. I'm yeah. Sorry. yeah. <laughs> but what, 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 what is that beer that got? Because I mean, you've been brewing for fifteen years. Yeah. But what got you into? Uh, you know, what was that first flavor that was your non-American adjunct? So. Um, Uh, I had a bunch of family that lived in Colorado in the early 90s. And uh, some of them would come back. It was a young family, so they'd come back to Michigan and stay at our house. My parents were the ones that stayed in Michigan. And uh, one of them brought back uh, 90 shilling from Odell's. And I was way underage. But, um, (laughs) you know, uh, I'd get, you know, like two ounces of this beer. And I had an uncle. Uh, who I, I would love to name but won't because we're talking about underage drinking, I guess. Who uh, the statue, statue limitations? <laughs> uh, All right, Michael Davies, great guy. <laughs> he, <laughs> lots of guys named Dave. Um, but uh, he he gave me you know just a couple ounces of this beer, and he was you know he moved to Colorado in the early nineties. That was happening there, craft beer, right? There was Bell's here, and maybe a couple other. It really wasn't happening here then. And uh, so he was really turned on craft beer, like folks here were eight years ago, let's say. And uh, <clears throat> he brought this beer back, and he's like, you know, I, I, I know that you've tried beer before. You know, this is kind of the beer that people are going nuts out of. I drank it, and it was an absolute revelation to me to be drinking beer probably at all in the first place, and in the second place to be drinking a beer that was that good. Um, and I think in today's perspective in the American craft drinker, drinker, that beer is really tame, right? And then the second one, I was living in uh, Germany whenever I was a teenager in Munich as an exchange student, and my host grandmother took me out to get um, – Drunk? Well, to go to mass, which it may be the same, same thing. It's a prelude. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, after that, we went out for lunch, and she did. We got pretty drunk on wheat beer, uh, and it was Einger wheat beer, actually. Yep. And um, which I still to this day think is the absolute nectar of the gods. I love that beer. Um, 
and uh, I would say Michigan Brewing Company uh, brown ale back in the day. Yeah, but for real, <laughs> right? This is when Dan Rogers was making that beer. I'll tell you an anecdote after we go off uh, for our break about uh, Mr. Mason. Oh, I'd probably tell you a couple, too. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we all can. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that beer I thought was fantastic, and it remained fantastic in their lineup. It was great. What about you, Rob? Uh, Bell's. Well, actually, it was kind of two. It was like Bell's uh, Cherry Stout and uh, uh, Dragon Stout from uh, Desnos, guys who make Red Stripe. Really? Wow. Was Dragon Stout? Dragon Stout. Dragon Stout. Was it like an answer to Lion? Or why was it? <laughs> I mean, it just... Oh, goodness. I, I, it was too long. You didn't know. Yeah, but it, was like, <laughs> it was way you too just liked long. It. it was like, because, I mean, my, my, first, my, my first beer was a, was a Molson Ice. And I a said... A good beer, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I think. You know, when it's your very first beer... <laughs> It is not. <laughs> no, that's, that's what. That's what most. Assertive. That's that's the whole theory of like giving you know a six or seven year old a little taste of beer so they don't drink the, <laughs> the beer. So you give them like you know that natty ice or yeah. that 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 really oh, bad. Well, what? So Matt Matt's story is really weird yeah, because I'm obviously ready I'm ready. You know, for this. you know, because you, you worked at Powers yeah. and you weren't. You know, you had had craft beer, but you weren't really a craft to beer be honest, drinker. Yeah, like uh, you still aren't. But yeah, no, like. I guess the beer that stopped me from going to those, what I will call the three doors of your Bud door, your Coors door, your Miller door, was surprisingly Warsteiner. Warsteiner? Uh, Var- you know, I grew up in a super German family. Yeah. So all we always had was Labatt or Warsteiner. And I remember getting a case of it on my graduation for my 18th birthday. Yeah. You know, because that, you know, that was what kept me out of those doors. But, you know, I remember being a bitch and drinking... Uh, Woodchuck Granny Smith cider yeah. at eighteen. You're still drinking because it, it was different, that much. you know? I know. And I remember <laughs> just on his birthday. And I remember <laughs> and I remember, you know, drinking summer shandy and thinking, hey, this is great because it's beer, uh, but it's not, you know. It's country time ale. So you know, I never really had that moment. I guess I think, you know, working at Powers helped. But I also remember times when I would work somewhere else and we'd just go buy a twelve pack of bass because it was different or I wanted to have a flavor of something else. But um, I'll go with, uh, you know, either Ruby Redbird or Wild Hair by Shiner. Because um, I really think that Ruby Redbird is probably one of the best beers that I drink because it's got that, it's got the refreshingness from the grapefruit, but it's got that heat from the ginger. And I think uh, Wild Hair is just a beer that I accidentally picked up one time at Dinger's, which is where they, where Powers, you know, if they break a case yes. or they can't sell it, they put it in this area. You can buy a case for four bucks. And I picked up like a Coors Light. And a case of, of wild hair, and I n- had no idea what it was, but it was either like that or some other garbage I didn't want to drink. And me and my <laughs> buddy and his dad got it, and I'm like, and you know, this isn't bad beer. I haven't found it since, but um, it was a pale ale. It uh, got me excited, and that's kind of what launched me to like really chase after like Deschutes when it came to Michigan, because that was a pale ale. Mirror Pond is a great pale ale, and that's, you know, yeah, so. You know, and, and for me, one of the big things, and I, I, I always talk about it, uh, in regards to craft beer, is Killian's. Sure, yes. That yeah, was absolutely. that was that beer that moved me from drinking Boomba's at Coors Light at Augie's to, and and, and I, I I mean not Augie's but other places I drank before the uh, the ripe age of um, let's say ten years ago. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, we can do the math. Right. Yeah. So uh, you know I, I would just drink whatever was in front of me because yeah. I. 
you know, that, that my, my choices weren't that limited. It was either that or none. <laughs> yeah, right. So when, when a buddy of mine, we, we would always go to his house after we worked, and we worked at a, a, for a laser tag company. Mm-hmm. So we would close up laser tag at midnight, and then, you know, they would want to go out, but I couldn't go out. So they would just buy beer, and we'd go play Mario Kart. And I'd, I've never won a game of Mario Kart, by what? the way. I've never lost at Mario wow. Kart. I've, I've played many, Don't many take, games of Mario Kart. Don't take that to your grave, Ken. you got to win. Never. I, I know. I, I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. I've, I've, I've tried to set it up. Never works. Yeah, well, yeah. So... <laughs> Goodness. So in regards to that, like they would buy Killians sure. and then we would go and then we, we started like a bowling league and they had Killians on draft and I look much older than I am. So I would be drinking Killians while not that specific age. <laughs> right. Um, gotcha. but, but again, that was uh, to me, that was a solid beer. It was consistent. It tasted the Always, same. Yeah. It yeah. was yeah. delicious and it wasn't that American adjunct lager. Right. No and question. I think that's what moved me to because like my, my next beer was Bell's Amber. Yes. Like that, that progression to Bell's Amber, then it was Eric the Red. Yes. And then it was Dragon, um, not Dragon Mead. Or it was Dragon Mead. It was uh, Final <laughs> Absolution, and then it was an all downhill. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, are we going right to a break now? Or? Oh, you, you, okay. you can talk, and I'll, I'll take it in a break after. <laughs> all right. Um, so I, I come from a, a small town in the middle of Michigan, not that far away from where Old Nation is now. Um, and most of my friends growing up still live around there, right? And zero of those guys are real craft beer drinkers. They just don't. They don't get it, right? And that I like having that perspective, right? Because those guys know the beer they drink, and they drink beer all the time, right? Hmm. And they know exactly what they like about beer, and that's why they keep getting the same beer, right? I feel like that misses out on some of life's variety, right? Uh, but I can't disrespect somebody for saying, "Look, I've tried these beers, right? I don't like them. I like this, and this is what I'm going to drink." The problem is, and I guess I think you maybe were making this point earlier, possibly. Right? Is that um, is that uh, they 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 all had a freak out moment essentially. They got turned on to a beer that was probably too much too soon, right? So Killian's was a great stepping stone for everybody, right? You could go to Killian's; it yeah. wasn't yeah. that far removed like from Budweiser. Rolls. Easy, right. easy to get, easy to get, right? Even yeah. if even if you were a, a criminal and drinking underage, you could still get Killian's. <laughs> And, pot uh, kettle, pot kettle. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you know, and, and then you kind of take this up with Killians, and then maybe Guinness, and then maybe a wheat beer, and then maybe a pale ale, and then maybe an IPA. I think if you're able to climb that ladder, like I was able to, right? We're mm-hmm. talking about ninety shilling, and then Pilsner, and then wheat beer. Yeah. Um, then it doesn't freak you out. You know what I mean? It's like a I, I don't know what it is, but it, by, by degrees, it's easier. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and I don't know if uh, if maybe that was that for them that they got like. What Michigan Brewing Company IPA was the first craft beer they had, and they was like, I don't want. Well, and, and, I can't and, drink this shit. And, and, right. and it was I, I learned that personally firsthand when I was drinking uh, beer for my birthday, and my grandfather was like, "What are you drinking?" I'm like, "Oh, it's Ghetto Blaster. It's from Detroit." He's yeah. like, "All right, I'll try some." And he try, he's like, "All right, give me a bush." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, "Yes, right, that's it. I'm never going to do that again." Yes, sir, grandfather. I, <laughs> right. you, you get whatever you whatever want, you want yeah, sir. Right. I have. Um, it here. But, but again, you. you you bring up a point. I want. I want to see if I'm. I'm on the right page. So you got your friends who are, you know, the non-craft drinker, drinkers. Yeah. They drink what they like. They know what they like. Mm-hmm. They could probably tell when that beer is skunked, when that beer is old, when that beer is not good. Dude, at like robots. Oh, and and that's 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 <laughs> the thing though is is that they can do it because that beer, whatever it is, for right. the most part, I could probably guarantee is one of the most consistently made beers out there. No question about it. And when when you get that variation, they know it the second it happens. They they could they could tell you when a line hasn't been cleaned at a bar yeah, before somebody else can before a craft beer drinker can oh, hell hands yeah. down. 
It's probably the same people who could could go to McDonald's and tell you exactly how long a, a pot of coffee's been sitting there. Right, probably, probably. I've never heard that before. <laughs> well, you're, say, you're saying there's not the characteristics. I don't right. know. I, I was, I was going to say I used to be a barista, and I still can't do that <laughs> yeah, stuff. So let's just say two years. We're, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take years. a a quick break. We'll be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. We are back, episode number ninety two of the Better the on Cliff Draft. Cliff Averill pod. episode. The Cliff Averill episode. Seriously. You're going to break out with somebody who has far less defensive acumen as Cliff Averill. Uh, you know, that's the first 92 that came to my mind. <sighs> so, I mean, I don't know any basketball players that wear that number. I don't know any <laughs> Not, No, there's no basketball players, players that wear 92 because of the rules. Basketball players don't wear anything in the 90s. Yeah, they do. Who? Dennis Rodden wore number 91. I, I thought they changed all the basketball rules so that they no. could... Uh, um, Make the numbers on their hands. I thought it was always zero through five. You can do nine two. No, any number can is huh. available in basketball. I right. mean, if if that was the case, then you know we'd run out of numbers, but everybody keeps retiring these numbers all the damn play. Yeah, the Pistons would not be able. to just say, have Chinese symbols on people's jerseys. About to just retire the entire starting five of one championship. You know, should have been two. That that, that should have been shot, three. Big shot, Bob. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, I still proper proper play by uh, Sheed Wallace that that and it just you you just can't you can't leave Hori open like you that. you can't leave Hori open but no. no matter what that was gonna like it was gonna fail you 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 put uh, Sheed on Hori and you're still gonna lose yeah well so when you say three they should have won three you think they should have won in 06 or in 03? 03. so when the Spurs beat somebody else the Spurs beat the we, the, the, the we were in the Eastern either. Conference Finals and Against we lost Nets, to the Nets. Yes. Right? Spurs yes. beat them. Yes. You should, I don't know. Ass. I don't think we would have beat <laughs> one. I, I, we had Memo, who was basically a she, <laughs> but. Drinking. All right. Our, the basketball <laughs> portion of the show is The over. basketball. The, for, for the six listeners who enjoy basketball. Right. <laughs> Back job. to our wrestling portion. <laughs> I would say more people watch wrestling that listen to this show than basketball. You know, I agree. That, that should be the poll of the week. It really should. All right, so we're gonna do a poll of the week. It's <laughs> what do be, you watch? Basketball, what do you watch more or wrestling? Of basketball or wrestling? They got to do more than two. I mean, cricket, cricket. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> tennis. Highlight. Anybody watch the tennis games today? I, I did. Yeah. yeah. Be, the tennis yeah. matches. Tennis games. <laughs> tennis <laughs> tennis <laughs> games. Games <laughs> of tennis. Oh, they sets and matches. That they <laughs> well, they 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 have games. Games sets match. Forty loves. So there's a lot of games. I know, you can legitimately throw in soccer. What's 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 so funny is is that every time I see the uh, the time hop for uh, this month, it's all my quotes from Wimbledon the movie. <laughs> <laughs> On purpose? Oh yeah, I love that movie. Is wow. that the uh, Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst? Kirsten Dunst and yeah. um, the guy who plays Vision. Paul I can't, there you go, Paul. Yeah. The guy that plays Vision. No, the, the guy, guy that does every <laughs> racist Scottish act ever. <laughs> it was also Jarvis, the voice of Jarvis. The voice of really? Yeah. I didn't even notice. I didn't even recognize that. I just knew he was Not Vision. Even. What I tell you, Mark Logish knows <laughs> things. Uh, well, is that how you say your last name? Oh, <laughs> uh, it depends on if you're Travis or not. So. So uh, for Travis, Travis yes, because I'm not right. going to correct it. Well, no, if, if it was okay. <laughs> for Travis or my grandmother, Travis, you know, coming from uh, his time over in Europe, uh, does take the SZ very seriously. I take it very seriously. The, Slav- <laughs> the Slavic SZ. I could not take more seriously. Yeah. So you've been with Old Nation for a month and a half or? Um, October. So, o- so formally. A year. I think formally. Informally. Is what we're yeah, about. yeah. yeah. Informally. What did you do before, before that? 
Uh, I so I like a lot of folks uh, around now have uh, a day gig and a night gig. So the uh, um, the night gig is what I'm doing uh, for Old Nation. I still have a day job tonight, for example. Yeah, yeah. tonight, for uh, example. <laughs> Tattoo so, artist during the uh, day, right? right. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I'm a, uh, a uh, bounty hunter, business nerd. <laughs> yes, no. Um, so I no, I work for a telecommunications company as a director of operations. I mean, like as business and as just. Um, straightforward as you can get. Um, so what I try to do is take the business stuff that I've accumulated throughout my career and uh, apply some of that to the marketing direction that, that we're talking about when we talk about Old Nation 2.0, as you had mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, the new old. I mean that that that's that's a good way to put it because again, like Old Nation episode sixty something, whatever. Yeah. Is is a lot different than Old Nation episode ninety two. Like yeah, that, like yeah. Boss circles. Tweed wasn't even a thing. No, no, um, no M forty three had just been made. Well, I remember I bought in those uh, those the, the salesman yeah. samples. Yeah, yeah. Salesman yeah. Bottles. yeah, that was a genius move by the way. The salesman <laughs> samples label. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know I was doing it. The, the marketing buzz around people who got their hands to touch a salesman bottle. It was crazy. That was just right. Do you still have like? Legal? I was gonna say, can we make money off that? Like, we'll sign autographs. Because yeah, I still have that bottle I, I, somewhere. It's in the basement. Is it, is it Come full? In, let's make money. <laughs> is it full? Yeah, whatever. Hell no. We'll <laughs> make more. <laughs> I, I I have a proposition for you off uh, offline, and it's actually a really good one. I was Don't worry say, about so that. Suspense. So, <laughs> trust me, it's actually, you, you'll look, you'll think about it. It's going to be bigly, oh, great. hugely. <laughs> now I got to really search for it. Trust great. me, you can Trump, email. Just say yes. Yeah, now. You've, 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 got, <laughs> you've got four and a half months to figure it out. All right. Can I? Still can I talk about yes, this beer right that I'm drinking right now? Yeah. What are you yeah, drinking? Good, man. This is uh, Rob's homebrew that he brought yeah. in. Yeah. And uh, and you said that it was a clone of something. It was supposed to be. Don't a clone. say what it is. Okay. Is it Hobbsland? It no. No. Really? No. There's there's no honey in there at all. That's that's my first. His first successful homebrew ever. Says you, buddy. Right. No, it was really good. I already <laughs> told you it was really good. It was really good. So what is it a clone of? Uh, it's supposed to be a clone of Pliny. Oh, is it? Ah, I have and not had the, a lot of I, th- the, I think it's delicious. At, at least hmm. you guys have had Pliny. I, I have no idea <laughs> no, what Pliny tastes I've like. Only, only a little. <laughs> only a little. Ein bisschen. Ein bisschen. This we're gonna do the rest yeah. of the podcast in German. I think <laughs> people okay. will love it. You're gonna go international. Just like <laughs> that. Well, we, we we do have international people who listen to this show. For real? Oh yeah, we we, we have a lot of people in Europe. The Irish, um, the English, and the Scottish all share with each other. Hmm. Um, heard. Uh, a, a lot of people in Europe, as well as uh, just random countries. We we actually do pretty well. Like where military bases are, so Germany. Um, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran. That's um, awesome, dude. Very cool. It, it's all m- displaced Michigan people who are catching up on Michigan beer. As a former displaced Michigan person, I wish podcasts existed when I lived abroad, frankly. It would have been a great touchstone. <laughs> it's lonely out there, man. <laughs> so that's like we, we actually get a lot of people who you know message us, talk to us. Um, I, I get all the analytics in regards to everything. So we, we get excited when we see all these random little countries. And it's countries that we don't promote in. Um, there, there are a few countries that we do promote in to try to promote, depending on what type of beer it is or what style. Um, but when we see like Iraq, Iran, you know, obviously we're like, what the hell? Why are we? <laughs> yeah, right. Are right. Yeah. Yeah. Co- you know, Iran. Are I, they I drinking? Think might be giving up co- covert <laughs> coordinates <laughs> right. if people are listening in Iran. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's a pretty big country still. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's it's a size. Like, it's not like a city. Right. Yeah, I would just hope that people aren't in Iran listening to us because that might be against their supreme leader's wishes and. 
This just got wanna... real heavy real <laughs> quick, man. I'm <laughs> no, gonna say I have no idea what you're going after. No, yeah, no politics. Keep that shit out. Yeah. I was gonna say I've never heard of Trump be referred to as a supreme leader. No, Mahmoud. Uh, no, no, I'm referring to a displaced Michigan. Mahmoud, who? I'm a Dinajad. Real close. I'm a Dinajad. Uh, I think that's it, isn't it? Favorite, favorite. I love that. Is that the race with the dogs? I made the connection, man. Balto bitches. Wow. That's a great idea for a beer, a winter beer. Yeah, there you go. Ahmed Dinarad. Ahmed Is that something we have to like legally give to Griffin Claw now? Because they do I was going to say that, that would be the people who would. Uh, yeah, they are the political. That would actually people. do that. Ah. Yeah. Hey, the alarm's going hey. off. Uh, big. No, Time big. to drink a beer. That's uh, a premium we're calling. A rookie. We've been canceled. That'll put us back on track. So, since M43 and Boss Tweet, like, how is your site done in regards to on premise? Really well. I mean, really well. Yeah, I parked in the back and walked the mile to get into the bar. <laughs> I mean, because you, you have to walk in front and around, yeah, and yeah. Uh, like it, it was, it was a pain. Yeah, our goal was to make it as frustrating as possible for the customer <laughs> to park and enter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was so funny too is, is that I went there. So I was I was working in Hastings, and I went there. Yeah, and I'm uh, somebody. One of our uh, reviewers actually reviewed Electron Brown for you guys yeah, right on up. our website. Cool. Oh, you make other beers. Yeah, they, they <laughs> do make other beers. It's, it's, it's a source spot. Too. It's a and, real source spot. And I didn't get even a chance. I, I should have like poured a little bit out for myself before I handed it over to him. Just like uh, I want to try some before, because that's the thing is that I, you know again I love my brown ale. So whenever I go somewhere, I'm going to try a brown ale. Yep. And when I, like I I was I needed to get back to Detroit because I think I, it was a, probably a Friday, so I probably needed to get back for the show. Right. And I didn't even bother. Like I didn't have a howler or growler on me, so I was buying one already. And I'm like, Thank screw you. it. I just, I just get this one for the reviewer and then go from there. Yeah. Now, so, what, what are the other beers that you guys make that are right, right now? Not New England IPAs, <laughs> right? Um, not, I mean, all only really for the pub right now. The production, I mean, the production system is completely full of, uh, I really uh, M43, and then when we can, we slide in like a. So again, I'll say we, you know, we have these 80 barrel tanks, these 120 barrel tanks, and then two 40 barrel fermenters. The 40-barrel fermenters right now are being used to make Greenstone and Boxer. Right? Um, 180-barrel tank is being used to make Boss Tweed, uh, and everything else is constantly being used to make M43. Um, so we are in the position of making a decision of saying, let's slow this whole train down right, and not give a certain select percentage of people or um, by whatever metric these people, the M43 that they're asking for, in order to experiment on this big system, because we have a pilot system, it's a little seven-barrel pilot system, but we're using that exclusively right now to propagate yeast, which means to grow yeast uh, for the big system. Um, so, I mean, we came out with Day Mouse, which is a sour. Yeah, um, we had that a week or two ago yeah. on the show. Yeah, um, we like that. It's a kettle sour. Uh, I think it's decent for the summer. Um, and and you know, the Electron Brown we had months ago, but I'm telling you, we are. I mean, we're at capacity right now. So, um, again, throwing it's, – it's really difficult for us to make too much stuff. I mean, we make Hefeweizen at the pub. We have a Rodler at the pub. We have a Alt Beer at the pub. Have you guys thought about finding another facility or just a production-only facility? The, the problem isn't size. I mean, we're, that brewery is built to make almost 15,000 barrels a year, right? About 13 and change, actually, in functional capacity. That's a lot of beer. So we yeah. felt like, um, you know, so we build a 13,000-barrel facility – we're going to have four years to get him close to filling that up. Wrong. 
round. <laughs> exactly. So Turns let, out that wasn't true. Yeah. So, so, for example, last week I flew out to Portland in order to talk to some folks out there that make tanks. We All our tanks right now in there are Michigan-made tanks here. Um, uh, and, and that's what we have to do. I mean, right now it's essentially invest and grow or remain stagnant and continue only making the M43, which no one wants to do in the brewery. Um, well, I think all your fans want it. Well, and, and I'm happy to continue making M43. I just don't want to make exclusively M43. Right. No, it's like you said. You've got to have Change the name variety. of your brewery from Old Nation to M43. Just M43. Just, every, just, just close the door. You can't come in Willy Wonka that. Are you the Gene Wilder Willy Wonka? I am the third Oompa Loompa in this case. You are uh, the third Oompa Loompa. <laughs> I can see a little orange in your face. Yeah, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I think that um, I mean that our 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 struggle right now is uh, I mean we're not struggling at all. Uh, but what we're trying to to figure out right now is how to um, how to express what it is that we we like to do. What would you like to do? Uh, well, I mean, we, we would we would like to continue to I mean, we'd like to continue to make the M forty three and all these new Orthodox beers, but we'd also like to be able to engage people in conversation around beers that we're making that are traditional, because that ultimately is where Nate, uh, Rixie, and myself come from. Uh, is that tradition? Whether uh, uh, Nate is sort of more Belgian leaning, I have a fair amount of Belgian training. I'm of course more continental leaning. Uh, Nate has some continental training. Um, but, you know, Nate uh, has his master's from UC Davis in fermentation technology. I went to the Technical University in Berlin. That's where you learn how to make really technical beers, right? They're not going to make people's brains shit their pants. You know what I mean? They're just good the beers. Shit pants. <laughs> yes. right. you, you can know, only do that in Germany. That, right? <laughs> that, is a, that is a German translation. You, you, can, you can be overwhelmed. Sorry. You can be underwhelmed. Can you ever be whelmed? Yeah, somewhere yeah, in Europe. You can be whelmed. Yeah. yeah, overwhelmed in this case. Uh, they would not be overwhelmed. But, I mean, that's not the point of those beers, right? Uh, the point of those beers is not to punch you in the nose with anything in particular, right? Right. The point of those beers is this really subtle complexity that isn't uh, outstanding to anyone that's not paying attention. You have to really listen right. to those beers in order to get them. Um, and uh, we love making those beers because they are really challenging. We found these New England IPAs to be really challenging, too, for a lot of different reasons. Um, and that's why we, we enjoy making them. Um, but in large part, uh, we would like to we, we'd, we'd like to explore more stuff in this vein and in that kind of I mean what we sort of lovingly call disco beer vein, um, and we'd like to also continue to make uh, you know the traditional beers that we've made forever. Yeah. So you guys asked what my job was earlier. Um, it's to say things to Travis like, "Hey, let's do a hoppy pilsner," or "Let's <laughs> right. put that in a barrel." That's right. his favorite thing to hear. Is, let's put that in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, because I, I'm the liaison between you know. Us, the beer nerd, and uh, and then the the brewery and and staff over there to try to to um, to link those two together and, right. and to come up with mm-hmm. um, that to use an overuse to to use an overused marketing term the synergy between that. Right, right. So I I know in regards to how M forty three got made, it was a call to action. You're like you know how come there isn't this beer really in Michigan? You're like I could do it. Right? Yeah, more or less. Were were <laughs> you like obviously you couldn't imagine. M43 today. I don't no, think anybody no, could imagine. I thought, I thought everybody was like, hey, maybe it's a one or two, yeah. two thing, you I know. Mean, right. <laughs> maybe we can crawler it or, you know, can it, you <laughs> right. know, one canning run. <laughs> right. Um, but, like, in regards to that, you, you invited an entire group to come on out, you know, mm-hmm. some of the players of that group to come on out. Yeah. 
now it's it's this huge thing. Do you feel like like were you worried with this group? Like you know you were making it just for this group and it wasn't going to do anything, or did you feel like there was actually? Uh, I had actively stayed away from beer geeks for six years, so I didn't know shit about that group or, or what kind of uh, what kind of sway it might have or what kind of influence it might have or anything. Um, somebody told me, man, you should check out what these guys are saying about Old Nation beer on this site. It's met at best, right? And uh, so well, at least at least Matt at best is better, better than, than shit water. water. Right. Shat water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, Matt at best, I'd accept that. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not I'm not drawing a direct quote. There wasn't any like active hatred. Well, it was funny as we had Matt on from Atwater. <laughs> yeah. he, never, and, he never heard of this. Heard of oh, oh he, he he heard of a lot of things, and he <laughs> never he, heard of like his, his. You could see it in his face, and I didn't recognize what he was giving us in regards to his emotion. Right. And then he's like, "Oh, I'm going to Honolulu Brew Works now." And I'm like, oh, now I see what you're thinking in your head. <laughs> All right, this was done. <laughs> um, but but you guys uh, again, there there is there there's a couple of these breweries that have exploded, like M43. You you've got Latitude 42, which really picked up a lot of pace. Not as uh, again. When, when you're when you're talking beer, you're talking explosion. You talk about the big breweries in Michigan. Yeah, Bell's Founders and everyone else. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No question. There's there's no like there there's a huge leap down from third. It's in yeah, absolutely. You go it's from enormous. six figures to five figures in regards to a lot a lot of these things. And not like ninety nine thousand. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, <laughs> like like fifteen to twenty five thousand. Right, right. Right. Exactly. So you you have all these these breweries who are you know getting this um, Blake's is exploding out of state like is cider, I, is cider beer cider oh, is not beer. Uh, <laughs> it's alcohol. I know you love this. <laughs> mead is as long as it's not either. mead, yeah. 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 Me- mead's not beer either. Yeah. Yeah. That, so. I, love, I love Blake's and I love cider. I, I was just trying to get under your skin. <laughs> but see that, that that's the thing that like like that kind of stuff doesn't bother me because it's funny to me. Me too. I, like, yeah. like when people say like 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 Shatwater annoys me. But it when when when, when you're like, oh my gosh, come, what was the, the brewery? The brewery just sold out. Um, the brewery, B R U E R. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they just sold out, and everybody's you know bitching and moaning or wicked weed. And I'm like, you guys say that, and you still suck at the tit of founders. Yeah, as if it's you know. And I've got nothing. I, I love Kevin. Line. I love everyone that I've met at founders. Stand in line for Bourbon County. Yeah. Oh well, the, the, yeah, they'll, they'll stand in line for Bourbon County. Their their contradiction is hysterical, it, and, and it's that false outrage we were talking about in segment one. It's right. this this outrage to be outraged, and and you have the people that are like, well, if that means I can get wicked weed, great. And right. you have the other sense of like, oh my gosh, they sold out. They're they're terrible. And I'm like, every every single person has a price, no matter what. That that is undeniably true. And, and as as much as and I I won't put you on the spot. I'm just gonna make the statement because we yeah. we talk about this statement as well ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. If Budweiser comes over and says I want the recipe to M43, here is a hundred million dollars. Right, you're gonna be like, where do I sign? Yeah, no, right. we'd say double it. And then right. the, he would well, say, "Where do I get my pet yeah. cheetah from?" <laughs> my, well, I was like, "My baby like, giraffe." My that's, the, giraffe. that's right. But you're talking about. Uh, I mean, you're talking. You're talking about a pretty fine distinction, I think. And uh, I mean, I think there's an old parable about like a priest and a guy in the seminary, and the priest said, "You know, would you kill to the guy in the seminary a man for a billion dollars?" And the the guy in the seminary says, "Well, you know, I mean, a billion dollars is a lot of money, so I think maybe I would, you know, and I would take that money and I'd help everybody else. You know, I wouldn't take any for myself." And the priest says to the guy in the seminary, well, would you kill somebody for $1? 
And the guy from seminary says, well, what kind of man do you think I am? And the priest says, well, we've already established what kind of man you are. Now we're just negotiating, right? Um, and that ultimately is uh, – that ultimately I think is kind, of, is kind of what we're talking about here, right? Um, in that the uh, – I, I like that example more than I like the, the million-dollar man example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I think that um, you know I, I think I think that there is a distinction between hedge funds and you know uh, Spanish brewers and uh, your 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 AB uh, uh, your AB in the larger American breweries and I think the distinction to be made here in the United States is that those guys are not buying brands necessarily right they're certainly not buying facilities they have plenty of facility strength in their sort of repertoire they're not necessarily buying a style right wicked weed does mostly sours but then as i mean they didn't get bought out because they want to get into sours right? right they're buying goodwill essentially is what they're buying or from a darker perspective they're taking away goodwill from craft beer and 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 sort of souring it so that they can continue doing what they're doing I don't think it's evil, even though it sounds like what I'm what I'm describing is something evil. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but I'm I think, still wondering if he he noticed the pun that he put in there saying sour after Wicked Weed. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, do you know that you're doing these things? Because this is like the fourth or fifth time you've just I just let it go, buddy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that you know, I mean, when you're talking about head fund managers, then you're talking about or head funds, you're talking about potentially taking the art out of the brewing process, right? Right. And I think that's something to be aware of, right? Um, I don't necessarily think that happened with founders, so I don't know how aware of that you need to be. I do think that when you're talking about these larger brewing conglomerates in the United States particularly, and now they're multinational conglomerates, those guys are actively trying to kill craft beer in one way or another, right? Not in necessarily a nefarious way, but, you know, there's market share to be gained there, and they can gain more if they have better goodwill. And and, and I agree. As, mu- as much as I can be, uh, um, as somebody called me a um, an ABI, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, uh, sympathizer. There you go. Slapping uh, apologist. Slap, yeah, apologist. Yeah, there you go. An ABI apologist. Saying words that mean, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I agree with that. Like, I, I was against Miller writing to, um, you know, John Kasich over in Ohio, like, hey, you should not raise your ABV cap. Right. That I was against. Right. You know, and just because I'm against or for a brewery doesn't mean I'm against that brewery in the entire process or I'm against the business process. I'm for the business to grow, sure. period. Sure. And as much as, you know, purchasing, buying out, like the, the whole – you know, when our show started, the first six, seven weeks was literally Anheuser-Busch, Miller Coors um, purchasing because it was October of 2015. And that was a huge article. That was everything. Yeah. Because it was every single year around September, the ABI Miller Coors came out of like, oh, they're going to merge. They're going to nothing happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing happened. Oh, nothing happened. And then finally it happened. You're like, holy shit. Right. How is this happening? Right. And when you get into the deep dive of – Macro beer in the United States is the most complicated thing in the world. No question. Because you have ABI who does own Corona, but not in the United States. Right. You have ABI who owns Labatt, but not in the United States. Right. You know, all these things. And, the, the, and you know, you got Corona, who's Constellation in the United States, but you got Labatt, who's um, Molson Coors. Right. Or is it Miller Coors in the U.S.? Molson Coors, I think, is in the U.S. Or Miller Coors. No, Miller Coors in the U.S. Molson Coors. Molson Coors is what they bought. Miller Coors is still the U.S. portion. Gotcha. Um, So it's it's so complicated when you think about how all these parts move, where the money moves to, where everything goes. 
Oh, go on. There was a great book that came out maybe six or seven years ago called Dethroning the King. Did you ever read that book? I did not. The only beer books I've read was Bitter Brew, which was the story of the Bush family. Sure. Really, really good story. Right. And I tell you what, if you read it from front to end, you will realize what happened when Augustus Bush the fourth got his DUI with a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> it just Does it, doesn't everybody get one? You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing, though, is, is that and, – Can't we be was, young? And what was so funny is we posted that on our Facebook page and are like, failed the breathalyzer test but still got arrested for DUI or, fail, or blew a point zero zero and still failed the test. And I'm like, you can be – like not sober on other articles of items like drugs, yes, and drugs, for example, you know, I mean, because fancy people aren't like operating a helicopter impaired on Bud Light. No, no, you've but, seen Wolf but, of Wall Street. No. Let me, if, let if, me, if, let me hear what they might be up. Right. It was, it was for good. Instance. Wait, wait, it was, <laughs> champagne, catnip, Matt, Matt, catnip. catnip. It was kombucha. monocles and canes. It was kombucha. <laughs> it was it infused kombucha? No, it was yeah. the accidental kombuchas <laughs> that had too much brownies. alcohol in it. Brownies. Have you ever yeah. seen Lord, Lord of War? Gummy bears. Well, I, I have seen Lord of War. I haven't brownies. seen it in a long. Angel Kings. Yeah. Lord mm. of War. Can you give me the gun of Rambo? No, that's Lord of War. Yeah. No, that's dogs of dogs. No, of war. Dogs of war. Yeah, that's dogs, the one with uh, what's his buckets and the other guy, Channing, Ta- <laughs> Channing Tatum and uh, Jonah Hill. Yeah, that, no, right. uh, Miles Jonah Teller, Hill for sure. Miles Teller Miles and Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. talking about the Nick Cage movie. Yeah, the, that, that's that's Lord, <laughs> yeah. Lord, Lord of, of War. War. Lord Lord. Can you give me the gun of Rambo? <laughs> Rambo one or two? There's a Rambo two. <laughs> So, uh, but de- dethroning the king is uh, is a book that's essentially about the hostile takeover of Anheuser Busch by InBev. And it's extraordinary. It's written by this journalist, and I can never remember the name of the woman, but she's extremely thorough. She's really well-researched, and it's really well-written as well. And it's super insightful as to sort of the largesse of American brewers. Would her name be Julie McIntosh? That sounds exactly right. The internet machine, huh? There you go. We'll never know. We can never know who wrote that book. Uh, I'll go go to the library and look under the Dewey Decimal System. Right, exactly. Find out immediately. uh, Find out in about 20 minutes. Anyway, I think it's a really interesting book, and, you know, we're talking about this subject. It's all about that subject, so I think it's interesting. I mean, those guys got done just like Wicked Weed, ultimately. I I agree. Uh, what, what What are we pointing at? I don't know. No, we ain't got news. We got a break coming up right now. We got a break. We'll be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. And we are back with the Better on Draft podcast, episode number 92. Old Nation still in the house. And yeah, we've been having a great conversation, as always, with the third segment for the most part. Sometimes we move it around. We have five questions with Matt Bush. And this this is like his time to shine. This is like I I want to make sure he feels special. Yeah, I use the, I use the other like ninety minutes to really warm up. You mean drink? Yeah, yeah, I mean that's what everybody means when they say warm up. It's like when you like when you go to a baseball game, the guy's swinging in the bat on the on deck circle. Yeah. I mean, he's really just kind of like loosening up, and I just do that with my liver and blue cups. Gotcha. I think that's right. Um, so welcome, old nation, and I tried to do an old nation themed. Uh, you know, five questions. Does this mean we're going to look like idiots if we lose? Probably. Yep. Well, not not necessarily about old nations. <laughs> oh, good. Company. Oh, good. Good. Thank God. Just old, old nations. Uh, maybe old nations. Oh, yeah. So, I so I much worse. We always start with geography. <laughs> so, what country is actually credited as being the oldest nation on Earth? Uh, Holy balls! <laughs> uh, as it stands what, what, right what, now, like what? with the same name. Yeah, or and this isn't general. just a Travis. You must. This <laughs> right. isn't a pass fail. Well, but I'm really but interested. As, as a collective, <laughs> I, mean, this is, I, I would think Greece. 
like a Mesopotamia type. Well, but that yeah, would be like Iraq, right? Yeah. So it would be Mesopotamia. So yeah. So Mesopotamia. Same name. Right. Same culture, same, same kind name, of same culture, same kind. Of, yeah, so balls. Well, it's not Germany. Yeah, it's not uh, I, I, like Greece. It's not is my, China's pretty old. China's well, Qing Dynasty, right? Yeah. That's what it was named after. I don't know how old that is, but sounds old to me. That's super old. I'm gonna go with China. I Do think I I'll go with China too China. for the same reason. Right. I'll go with the guess. China. China's number two. Shit. <laughs> China was actually established uh, in 211 BC. But the country of San Marino. Oh Jesus! Oh my San God! Marino. It's actually on. one of those like Vatican. No, that's that's the club over on Sixteen Mile. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually now called the Balkan Club. Yeah. No, that's that's the old Elks Club. The no, old no. Elks. San Did Marino the, Club is now the like, the Balkan Albanian Club American too. Club. Yeah. Because all fifty eight natural, naturalized on, citizens on Sixteen that Mile from San Marino now belong to the San Marino. On, on Sixteen Mile between <laughs> right. John R and Rochester, there yeah. was the Elks Club, which no, no. turned into the Balkan Club, no, the one with the bowling alley. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I feel like we Me have more, too. We have more <laughs> listeners than San Marino has a population. I think you might be um, right. So okay, there are more people here than San. Here's an easy one for you. Here's a very easy one for you. Is that is that the country of laces out? Laces out, Sam. Oh, Dan. Um, it's Dan. It starts with a D. Damn. <laughs> All right, well. I mean, Sam. So Mark's got a, a similar shirt. says, with the haze craze all the rage now, it, deb- it debatedly started about 50 years ago when this psychedelic guitarist brought it to life. Jimmy Hendrix. It's got to be Jimmy. Yeah, it's got to be out. Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah, Come Purple out. Haze. Purple Haze. Yeah. The Ringo, <laughs> Ringo Starr. <laughs> So you guys all have a beverage. I don't know why that's wrong, but I have a feeling it's, it is. It's super wrong. <laughs> you guys all have a beverage in front of you. This is a beer you'll find oh, in your single section. God, you guys get seriously. two questions and a guess, or a guess, two questions. But why? drink the beer. Give us some tasting notes. Tell us what you think about the beer, what it tastes like. It smells a little bit like drywall and commercial bread. I was going to say um, <laughs> um, dirty asphalt. <laughs> commercial bread? Yeah. yeah. So like white bread? Like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, even like worse like than like bread. your like your ultra local white bread. That, you know, that is, stuff that is ultra cheap. That, that like, is so you got Wonder Bread and then you got the, the Kroger brand yeah. bread and then you got like the cheaper yes, even bread. It smells kind bread. of like yeast and baked sadness. That is so much better than any of my Lever 2000 jokes. <laughs> at all. It Seriously. tastes like yeast and baked sadness. <laughs> It smells uh, like it smells like that. I, I, don't, know was, I don't think it was baked sadness. I think it's fermented sadness. Right. Fermented. I'm getting a moderate. I mean, I think in this case, well, I'm, I'm I have getting, yet to taste. I'm getting absolutely not. nothing in it. You're just getting plain. Yeah, just like I don't know. Maybe it's all that the the Maduro, the Dunkel. Well, you did go from a dark brown beer Marlin. to a very light. What does going to bed right after you got fired taste like? <laughs> The answer is fentanyl. <laughs> well, then I guess this tastes like fentanyl. <laughs> Thank God we don't have any Ohio. So, so we, we do have two questions to kind of like break down where it was built or where it was made or yeah. what, like how many letters are in the beer. Um, so I really, th- this is definitely some type of light lager. This ain't a... Uh, do you, do you think it's heavier than a light lager? I, I don't. I mean, the heaviness is is, is is passing me by right now. I'm still I'm trying gonna go to deal with the aroma. Go out on a limb and say everyone in this room has had this beer. Ugh. Except me. No, I think Rob, you've had this beer. Has, was this ever served in a paper if, bag? If, oh, if, oh, oh, if, oh, if oh. that's a, that's a fucking excellent question. It's right like there. if I've had this beer, then this that means that this is a duplicate to something <laughs> we've done. <laughs> this is before. a clone. <laughs> this is a it's not <laughs> Corona again. <laughs> we, that 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 if that is the case, and that means we've done this. 
no, and no, a guest no. of Beer Before. All right, no, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to get the first question out of the way because I feel like I can at least get down in regards to where it is because I, I have a I have a lingering. Okay. Was this brewed in the United States? It was. Okay. I mean, I think it has to be. Not at all. No. You got Red Stripe. You got Fosters. You've this got. Not, I mean, none I of this is even beyond. <laughs> I feel like this is yeah. Canadian light lagers. You've got. I haven't had them all. Yeah. I haven't had them all. Well, I, you I, got the Labac I hear. So well, I, I, mean, it ain't, well, I mean, I think you maybe a little rusty from what I'm saying. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> I would hope so. Um, <laughs> all right, so his um, tongue's well, fried well, after all these IPAs. Yeah, right. Exactly. As that, maybe that's a problem. As a team, you still have one more collective question. So, so we know it's brewed in the United States. Did we answer States. the paper bag question? Oh, do we no, want to ask that? That, that, that would be the, the that would be the second and only other question. Do we want oh. to formally ask? It's up to y'all. Because because that that would be meaning it would be either a tall boy or a forty as opposed to uh, right. and that really that it's a that's, format question. How about how old were you the first time you had this? Question. I mean. Can, can we get that as a freebie? How old were you the yeah. first time you had yeah, this? this is more conversationally. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. want to know more about you. Brewers bullshit now. So. Mid twenties, to be honest. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, that doesn't help at all. It, no, no. no, I didn't expect it to. <laughs> you, that one skewed quickly, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I didn't think it was going to help us. I, mean, I, think, I, think I just 15, wanted to know. I think Fifteen would have helped me. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, wasn't really. I, I was drinking Christian Brothers and Labatt Blue Light at thirteen or at fifteen. So. And, and, a, so a criminal, a criminal, and, and Bacardi and Country Time, <laughs> mixed. Yeah, well, Bacardi, clearly. Yeah, not just. Um, I had a bro- stepbrother who was about eight years older than me, so it was a little bit too much Bacardi, not enough Country Time. Ah, yeah. You Ooh. know, it's good for him because he's twenty-one, twenty-two. I'm thirteen, right. not right. not so much. Uh, Damn, a good time. I was quick. gonna say, I taste absolutely nothing in this. See, and and I, I mean, Bacardi. I taste so much horrible stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like so minus the horrible stuff, but it's not like it's not like kick you in the it's, face horrible. So it's like, memorable. As, as like, much as I want to go with like the the forty ounce question, it, it gets yeah. too specific. It's got it's got it's got to be nice or something. This is a bad night where nothing eventful happens. Like you don't even get Taco Bell at the end of the night. Because you can't drive to Taco Bell after this. Well, yeah, you can. I don't, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, is it strong? I don't even know. I mean, I was, I it, it doesn't taste strong at all. It's not hot. No, no. It's, it's no. not. Yeah, no. it's not a eight percent or ten percent or anything like that. You know, I have no fucking idea. What Again, this is a typical <laughs> single serve in the beer cooler at your local party, and that we've all had before. I'm gonna guess seventy five percent of this room has had this beer. One, At least. Two, three, four. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Uh, well, we know Rob had it. It's always Professor Plum. Damn it. Yeah. I want to ask a question. Mr. Well, what, 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 do you, what do you want to yeah, ask? And then we'll, we'll see if we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to ask if the can is red. Is the can red? Oh, no, no. no don't, don't, I'm not no, telling I'm you to ask. Asking, yeah. I'm asking you, Ken. Just, just need you, you should to, to, to talk into the mic so we can hear you a little better. <laughs> Details, you know. Yeah, you, right. you, you got a little shit. comfy. See, when I get comfy, I, I bring the mic to <laughs> me. Right. Hold on. Let me, let me saddle up with the mic. Our, our usual light question is not in plan. No, this, this is a lighter and ice beer. I don't think that's going to be the answer. It's a lighter and ice beer for sure. I actually think that the light beer, the ice beer path is maybe the one to go down. Yeah, but even at that. <laughs> I've never thought, had Red Dog. I thought about bringing what? Red Dog tonight. I've, I did think about Red Dog. I can't even remember. So it's not Red, Red dog, dog, fellas. But it's not harsh enough to be natty, right? I, fuck, I don't but know. It, but <laughs> I don't know, dude. Travis, come on. I don't fucking know. I don't know. It, it would still I be Natty like, Ice or something like that. Would you brew this beer in your establishment? Would you try to brew this beer? I, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, 
What if it had the same sales and numbers as M43 did? Oh, no. Everybody has yeah. that. Are we um, negotiating price now? Yeah, like yeah, the story yeah, of the priest? Helps. Yeah. I would never. See, and you say that I've, I've had this. It's like, had this. I keep thinking to myself, the, the only things I've, I've had loco? in here this bad, other than for Loco, you know, that I've had willingly is the, the Natty Daddy or the, the Miller Natty Highlight. Daddy. What is a net? What is Natty Daddy is the natural ice, ice, yeah, baby. Yeah, we, we, we've had that. We, yeah, we, it we, was we, too cold. Nat, yeah, Natty Ice. Natty <laughs> this ice. is also warming up nicely. It's, it's, <laughs> it really, uh, it's really opening up. <laughs> yes, it's like yeah. no rules. It just it, it, it's, it warms up. Yeah, it gets, well, I mean, it was it was smelling like Chinese there. drywall at first, but right. now I think now it smells American. Right. So now it's stucco. Right. That's maybe the horsehair plaster. Damn, I feel like I'm on South Beach right now. All right, so so I'm gonna I've got the second question, and I think we can kind of break it down into at least a guess. What are you thinking? It's going to be like me and Rob really need to think hard on this. Have we had this on the show before? No, you have not had okay. this on the show. That really I have not brought this on the show. Are we out? Are we out of questions now? Yeah, we, we are out of I questions. I mean, if you guys are that lost, yes. I'll give you a third. But, but the, you, thing, the thing is, is that we, we know a lot of beers that we've had on this show. I'll give you a third. He's still going to give us a third, but I feel that bad. <laughs> I didn't think this this would. I honestly thought you would put your nose in this beer and you would almost know what it well, is. Well, it doesn't beer. taste like City Club, so I don't know what it is. If, like six out of the last eight beers you brought out up here have smelled like soap. It, it's either Lever Two Thousand, <laughs> Irish, Irish Spring, Spring <laughs> or like Washington or Old Spice. This one, if this one smells like soap, I don't know if this is too deep a reference, but maybe it smells like Fell's Naphtha. It is a very <laughs> what? No, it tastes like. <laughs> Just, it's, it's, it's what soap smells like when there's no perfume in it. Just ah. smells like fat and ash. <laughs> it smells like shampoo. Paper Street Soap Company. Well, shampoo is better. No, conditioner's better. It goes on. It leaves the hair silky and smooth. <laughs> All right. So I'll give you a third question because I, I honestly thought this would be a lot easier. I, I it isn't easier. It, it, it feels like it's upsetting my stomach. I feel like it could be any number of beers, and I'm really getting confused in this. And you can pretty much just throw a we, beer we need, out, we need, and we, can, we need one we of your friends. Figure out we, yeah, yeah man, I gotta call up Whiteman. Man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what does this taste like? What are you talking about? Well, what does this taste like? I guess it tastes like fuck you, Snooty. <laughs> it's a bottle. It is a oh, bottle. It's a, a bottle. bottle. I guarantee everyone with a head. screw top. No, it it was a pop top. Pop top, then why is it? I mean, I, I think, think you might have popped, have popped that popped top. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that it. bottle does look very. It has uh, threads on it. Yeah, it has threads on it. Yeah. No respect for the bottle. That's, nope. that's the clue. Nope. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm at a loss for I idea. truly am. I wish I knew more, man. I feel embarrassed. No way. Blue moon? I never would have. This is not I blue moon. moon. It could not be. That Where did you moon. get this? I got blue it. Moon, Belgian does it have a date on it, man? November 27th. It's on the top of the neck right there. Warm. Jeez. No, no, it was cold. I got cool? it from a cooler today at like five or six p.m. <laughs> I, know I guess where? I said. I guess I just talked a lot of shit about Blue Moon. <laughs> where? <laughs> That's the, the the thing is, is that I drink Belgian Moon a lot because every time I go to. That's why I thought you would know it. Oh, this isn't what I even what I thought it was. Belgian style wheat ale. Yeah, it's it's. Rob, have you had a like blue moon I've before? I've had Belgian Moon, which is the Canadian version of Blue Moon. Travis, you've had a Blue Moon. Same. I've, been, I've had Mark, you've course, had a Blue yeah, Moon. Absolutely. So seventy five percent of absolutely. Blue Moon has had yep. this beer. Uh, I need a clear glass because Ken, it has Valencia. It's brewed with Valencia orange beer. Whoa, well, 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 I mean, of all the orange beer, I mean, I mean that, orange, that was the, maybe maybe if you would have put orange orange rims or orange rinds on each one, that would have given sugar orange solo cup. Yeah, and we'd have known right away. Yeah. <laughs> so, question four. Did not see that question four. Get to know your get to know your hosts. You guessed. 
Yeah, the hosts uh, are the guests. Well, both. I mean, we're okay. the hosts. Let's the get guests. to know each other. Uh, what What's something the that the knowing public, the regular listening public, doesn't know about you that they that, that you think they should, Ken? That doesn't know. They they don't. Yeah, know what's about? something that like we always talk about the same thing? We always talk about you guys play Sporacle and Quizzo. That you bowl. That you work at Detroit Axel. Uh, we always, diesel. Yeah, same thing. Detail. No, it's not. No, it couldn't be the same. <laughs> so we, we, we have <laughs> a lot of the bingo squares. You know? A lot, a lot of the bingo of, squares. We cover a lot of, you. Yeah. you know, we've talked about Wicked League being bought out probably like clockwork, clockwork for the last eight weeks. So let's mention. They were bought out six weeks ago. We've been talking about it before that. Yep. So for instance, uh, my big thing that people probably don't know just listening to me, I'm softball guy. You know, know, I play softball every week. I have for the last five years. I've been pitcher. Uh, I, I had a ball almost break my face last week, two weeks ago, um, but I survived. Okay, Ken, you know, not being dirty here. It is a twenty-one Sorry. and up podcast. Sorry, about that. But Sorry. Sorry, not that twenty-one and I, up. I just lost myself. Sorry. Sorry. So, Rob, you have something to share? Something? Uh, something for your uh, maybe less salacious? Yeah, yeah, yeah less <laughs> salacious than being a pitcher. Yeah, I mean, so bottom. <laughs> Good lord! Ah, uh, goodness! What do people don't know about what do you, me? Here, I can, I can, I can go because I'm yeah, working or podcasting. So I, as much as I hate my voice, I hate like that. That's the biggest thing. Like I think I have the worst talking voice ever, and a lot of people like tell me completely different. I'm like I, I hate it. I have actually competed and qualified for the Arts, Beats, and Eats karaoke competition. Wow. That's I think that's on Labor Day weekend. That is something. That is, yeah. I think we should go and support Ken in karaoke. I, I'm there. <laughs> oh, I'm horrible. Do you, karaoke do you, Ken. Do, do you know why I can compete with everyone else? Exuberance? Are you no. lip sync battling? I am not lip sync battling either. I, I sing songs that are very fast. So I can do like White Walls by Macklemore, One Week by Bare Naked Ladies. I was going to say, are you Chickity China, the Chinese chicken? I can, yeah. oh, I can Chickity China all up um, in this business too. Yeah, right, because Burke uh, Camper's got the man. Heartbeat in 3005 by Childish Gambino. Do you ever, uh, do you ever uh, Blue Abba Demon Abba Die by Eiffel, uh, Eiffel 65? <laughs> no, no. I, I Ooh, and it got a DeVita. Iron Butterfly, no, but that I mean, is, I wouldn't say that's that fast, is, but it is unintelligent. That is my uh, that that's my troll song. Whenever I go to a, a bar and I just want to play a twenty five minute live version of a song for a dollar. Rob, you want to go get, give us a quick little uh, tidbit? Uh, just a, a quick tidbit. Even though now that I, I'm actually joining a league in the in the coming year, um, I hate fantasy football. Mm. I, I, as much as I absolutely love fantasy football. I have problems with fantasy football, and I'm, and I'm getting over this now. But my issues that I had with fantasy football is that I am absolute diehard, 100% black and gold Steeler fan. And there is nothing I could get over more than watching a player that is on my team that is giving me points but is beating Crushing my Steelers. Steelers yeah. it, it's like this complete and utter conflict of interest as Matt decides that he's just going to just break it's, everything. Listen, flip the table, dude. You didn't like the, the answer. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so what about Old Nation team? What is what is something that the Old Nation Nation doesn't know about its brewer and marketers? Uh, I have played stringed and fretted instruments for 30 years. I'm a real uh, serious amateur. Uh, Banjoist? Banjo, mandolin, guitar, Chow. bass. Not fretted. Not fretted. 
Stringed instruments with frets, generally. Wow. Oh, that's right. We 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 <laughs> ukulele playing the cello. I didn't need frets to know how playing the the notes. Right, right. You didn't have the crutches of the frets. Oh, this is going to be one of those fucking conversations. Frets, crutches, right? Frets are just crutches. So Mark, I play faster than you play. Something about you that you you play with a bow. You play with your. That's not even faster. Faster. <laughs> it's never gonna end. <laughs> uh, okay, is, so is, is there um, a yeah marketing mark guy? Yeah, so um, I think the only thing that I've got in this kind of um, limited time frame is that my nine-year-old son is smarter than me. That is absolutely true. I can absolutely not. It that. is, yeah. um, and I think the uh, I think yeah, his name's Gabe, and the. Uh, what, how this presented itself to me most recently was when we were on vacation and they were kids were in the water and, and I've been trying to eat better and, you know, limit, you know, horrible shit. And, uh, beer. Yeah. Well, at, you know, it's funny at, at one point, but, you Please know, don't call I'm, our product horrible on the air. A man, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> worst forever. No, worst so, marketing yeah, team ever. Yeah, still, still, we're all growing together. That's so, a um, real red mark. <laughs> so, hey, I see what you did there with that pun. Yeah, I um, oh, shit. Uh, Again. Oh, man, I'm a genius with this shit. Andrew's <laughs> cut over here. It just no, comes so, out. It just comes so out. How do you, how do you, like, <laughs> he doesn't even know. Like, if I hung out with you, <laughs> I would be too busy pointing at you saying, hey. Right, right. And you'd right. be like, what are you talking about? Right, you you, you know, get desensitized I'm, to I'm it. Free, like, I'm, yeah, I'm free. I'm just, it's free it's association. Like, it's like when Peter Griffin's in his favorite part of the movie is when he goes and sees the movie, movie. and they say, say the, the name the of the movie. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> exactly. I do that. This is I, a clear and present danger. Oh, not that. Yeah. Come on. I, I, I do that every time I see uh, the original Hot Tub Time Machine when Craig Robinson has that pause and breaks the fourth wall looking into the right. camera and he goes, it must be some Hot, hot Tub, tub time, time Machine. machine. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I know what he did. All right, Mark. Oh, sorry. So, so, um, so yeah, so, smarter than you. So, yeah. my, so he's... Uh, Frustrated with uh, with what I'm eating because I'm very restrictive because I'm immersive in that regard. And uh, he hops in the water and he's like, "Dad, you want to come swimming?" I'm like, "No, not right now." He goes, "Why? Are there carbs in the water?" <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. Damn. Unbelievable. Um, Your kid is a great A smack talker. Right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Kids have no filter. That's my boy. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so I took the boat and I drove away. We haven't seen him yet. But, uh, he, can, yeah. he can swim. He can swim. He's, he's strong. Strong swimmer. Well, no, he, strong swimmer. He's probably a cute little white kid, so he's been picked up by some sort of family by now. No question. No, Maybe probably a Canadian market. family. They were up in the UP. We, we were in Drummond Island. Yeah. yeah. So oh, goodness. Very likely. Mosquito Central, by the way. Drummond Island. You know, it wasn't so bad for us. I have heard that. I was uh, so, maybe the. Um, do you know what they had in Drum, Drummond Island? If I can interrupt a minute. Chicken Drummond. Fucking M forty three. Andre, they did go. <laughs> Andre, Andre, they did have M forty three up there. Did, they did because you took it, or was it already there? Um, no, I, uh, I, you know, I'm up there, so I gotta, you know, do my job. So I stop at the one store on Drummond Island that had it. And I, you know, flashed my shirt. Out of the two shirt. there. Out of the two there. Um, <laughs> the other one was a Shell gas station. Yeah, right. um, Actually, I've been to that Shell gas station. I <laughs> went in and I gave him 10 bucks and said 10 on two. And he, they filled my entire tank because I plugged it and went. Right. And I said, dude, I gave him my 10 bucks and I have $30 <laughs> in my tank now. I don't need any more money. He's like, all right. I, I guess like, we're good. We're good. Yeah, bye, let's let bygones be bygones. No, 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 no problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. The Best fireworks in the history of fireworks on Drummond Island. No kidding. Just saying. Little tiny island, big huge fireworks. There's nowhere to be but right under them. Uh, All right, so, so last you know what? I, I do like Caseville's fireworks. I, I, I see them. Too, right? I have a buddy who has a, a place on Pigeon, and we'll we'll go hang out on the beach in the water and watch the fireworks at Caseville every night. So for next year, folks, 
Drummond Island. That's right. Okay. Take Andre. Andre Drummond Brought to you by the Drummond Island Boat of Tourism. Not what? Andre the Seal. Andre, yeah, there's a movie with it. Less exciting. In the 90s when animal movies were all the kids, you know, Babe, etc. Air Bud. Air Bud. There was a movie called Andre. It was about a seal. Basically, Air Bud, but like Water Bud. Water Bud. Speaking of water, you can get served water as well as beer and food at Brown Iron Brew House over in uh, Washington Washington Township. I love that joint. Just as well as you can at North Center Brewing over there. At North Center Brewing, oh yeah. You can get good beer. They're going to have their Coconut Brown at the Summer Beer Fest next week. I'm so excited. Last question. Um, So Haze is the craze right now in in beer. Is there a, a, a theme or a craze that you guys wish would end already? Is there something that you're over? I know you're not going to say clearly haze because you're, you're living not, happy that's on not, it. That's not a, what's in my heart. Um, <laughs> you're kind of going to one of my articles right is, now. Is there something that you just, like you're overseeing this? And for me, it's, um, I'm going to call it groupthink because, um, for instance, a brewery comes out with a hazy IPA right. and then every brewery in the world now has a New England IPA. Right. So, like, nobody wants to do their own thing anymore. They just want to, like, Group think the next hot thing and do it and try to make money on it and then as soon as it's kind of like do you think that's oh, gonna happen with barrel aged malt liquor after founders release or they already released DKML that actually is not bad at all I'm sure that not. is pretty I'm I still have to find it and make sure to save it for Dan but, for the but next for me, time it's, he's it's, in I just really I'm sick liquor. of this whole group think where like it came out with like the hard sodas the hard sparklings the the IPA like the not your father's mountain yeah ale. like um, <laughs> Like Sam Adams, they do a lot of good things, and then IPAs are all the rage, so they come out with a West Coast IPA. Yeah. And, you know, you guys are Begrudgingly, great. I mean, if anybody was going to push against the IPA world, it was going to be Jim, right? Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, he, like, did for, just, he did for a long time. It just kind of gets annoying that somebody does one thing good, and then every's, everybody's going to do it, and it's just, everything's going to be like a knockoff of the original. It's just like, you know, you do your thing, somebody else will do their thing, and that kind of goes to the C&D that we talked about earlier, but it's like... Everyone doesn't have to do the same thing because then it becomes whatever bar or tap house you go to, whatever your local tavern is, your yeah. brewery, yeah. it's no different than the one 30 miles away because they're trying to catch on the train trend as you are, as the next guy down the street is. So, you know, have an identity. I think it's a solid point. But you? I think it's a solid point. No. <laughs> I personally would love to see the, the hop head at a bar movement I like I want them to pull back a little yes when when I go to a bar like I went to Oddside Ales Brewery and still 40% of their beers were an IPA or some form of pale ale right mm-hmm. and that just bothered I'm like there are so many other styles of beer yeah and I mean, we we joke about it. We talk about like I, I remember like Bell's has some type of announcement they're making in a couple days, and I said, uh, you know, world's largest tab takeover with eighty five different four, variants. It's gonna be called Four Hearted, by the way. Yeah, four, four, four eighty five <laughs> different variants of Two Hearted. I'm like, no, that's 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 the thing though is is that like I, I go to these breweries, I go to these bars, I go to these tap houses, and it's just IPA, IPA, IPA. And really, to be honest, the non IPAs are all the goddamn same too. Right, sure, it's, because they are. It's it's your malt bombs. 
Yeah, it's 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 your standard. It's big either way, right? It's like one side of the spectrum or the other side. Because then, otherwise, it's just plain beer. It's just regular yellow beer, and God you forbid. can get that anywhere. But, but you can do so much oh, more than just your standard. Yeah. You know, your your Bell's Oberon, your Fat Tire, your uh, Ale Smith, your Deschutes, whatever. Detroit the, Dwarf. Uh, I, was, I, I can't even tell you the last time I saw a bar that had Detroit Dwarf on tap. There are not many. I'm, I can't make much now. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a valid point. But right. again, like in regards to these, like I, I can't tell you the last time I went to a bar and I saw Bell's Best or uh, Bel Air Brown. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Uptown in Commerce has had Uptown Brown on since the day they opened. Uptown Brown, gonna give it to you. Uptown Brown. Uptown Brown. <laughs> Saturday night, yeah. we in a fight. Yeah, they're, they're don't good. believe. Big Bruno Smart. Big Bruno Mars fans on there. I guess yeah, I for for me, there were there were two things, and it was an article that I was looking at. There were two that that kind of you know struck with me. Um, one, obviously, which I think we all kind of want to go away, is pumpkin beers. You know, the pumpkin spice beers, and I kind of want the growler to go away. I, I like the Amen, idea brothers. of their chest being crowlers because you can't, it's like, yeah, you have a party and you have this big 64-ounce jug and great, you can finish that. But when mm-hmm. it's just like you and a buddy and, you know, you're taking your time on it, you know, growlers don't really hold that well. It's like, to yeah, me, it's do. like if, if you don't, if you don't you finish open that it, you three finish days, it. Yeah. <laughs> What kind of kind of pints for two dudes? Just give, just say, give yeah. me two crawlers. <laughs> just just give me two crawlers. I'll drink one now. I'll, I'll save the save the other thirty two ounces for later. Yeah. No, you just drink it all now. <laughs> like this is no judgment. Let's make this a no judgment. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you, you mentioned uh, no. It was you that mentioned Fat Tire, and I, it's still I one of my favorite stories. Is that my dad brought Fat Tire from the brewery. All the way to Detroit. He kept it on ice, drove it. This is before Fat Tire was in Michigan. And I I still remember the day. And I I love telling the story because it's just so funny. I post on Facebook, just got Fat Tire on draft, about to drink it. Five minutes later, Buddy knocks on my door. (laughs) Yeah? Hi, what are you doing here? He's like, I saw you have Fat Tire. And I'm like, well, I guess you can come in and join me. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how I feel. Like I, I understand like the the ability, and I think more people are more open to filling up the howlers, crawlers, prowlers, growlers, Cosby's, Crosby's, how, whatever the stills is in the Nashes. Yeah, and young so far, and young so far, so far, only so far. Um, I, I just, I, I do like the, I, I like the ability of having different sizes. I, I think. I think more brewers need to get to more, like the the marketing needs to be better on these growlers. Like you, you have your your girl style growlers, those sure. ones you can get from Granite City, uh, Frankenmuth, and a few other places. Uh, but most of the same places, it's the exact same growler with the exact you know just, just the regular jug. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. why why bother putting but your wasn't Rob on the it? same person that complained that he went to was it Shrams or Bean Nectar like a few weeks ago Sellermans where like the the growler was like crowler. forty bucks, but the crowler was like it was twenty super affordable. So I mean, it was 20. it wasn't affordable. It was, it was still I mean, expensive, but it yeah, was and, but it was also it, mead. Mead and cheese. Once we right. had elements in here, and he explained why mead costs so much, right? I was okay with that. Yeah. So that that's once he got through that, I was like, all right, yeah, no, that makes sense. All right, Soul Nation, do either one of you guys have like a beer trend or theme that you would like to subside? Uh, I've got one that I can feed Travis on. Beer mules? 
Um, no. Ticketed events? <laughs> um, so, uh, well, I can respond to both of those things. I don't have a problem with either either beer mules or ticketed events. People complaining about beer mules and ticketed events? <laughs> um, that, that's one thing. I, the, the thing that I was going to uh, um, bring up is um, untapped in general. And not that I want it to go away, because as a marketing person, I find it very... Um, Insightful. Uh, I do find it insightful. Yeah. I find, I, and I, I'm a, a data nerd. Right. I, I think in, I, in aggregate <laughs> is the key. I, I think um, Untapped has gotten a lot better for breweries and beer store and bar owners. Yeah, I, I think, think it has be increased its marketability. <laughs> yeah. um, I do hate to cut you guys off. We are running up against it. Right. Old Nation Brewing. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All those fun things. Oh. Definitely get your hands on some M43. Follow Zatuna. Follow Brown Iron Brewhouse. North Side uh, Brewing. Well, I was going to try to say that you can get M43 most likely at those places. You absolutely can. As well, you can't get it at North Center Brewing. <laughs> no, 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 Elmer. But they probably have a hazy IPA. They do not have a hazy IPA, yeah. but they have a coconut, uh, coconut brown, brown that's coming out soon. Uh, we are going to be at the Beer Fest next week. Uh, I will be there Saturday. Um, I'll be at the Belgian Beer Fest tomorrow. And uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Leave a review on iTunes. I appreciate you all coming. Old Nation, thank you for coming. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. Have a good night.